Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Brian. Rana, this is exciting. It makes me excited for summer. For the first time this whole summer. I'm getting chills just thinking about this. Me too. We thought, we can't wait for Ronica. What if we could do Ronica in the summer? What if we could do a Semica? I don't know what that would be. Absolutely. (laughs) We couldn't figure out how to do a Semica. And then we thought, well, we don't want people in a position where they have to buy people gifts, but what if you could gift yourself? With a fabulous experience. So August 4th, yeah, we are doing our a, Carriage House Kiki. It is a COVID Carriage House Kiki. A yep. COVID Kiki. That's right. Brian and I have been going on and on about the fabulous time that we're having social distancing in my backyard. And we thought, what if we could sit, share the finer points and the finer details of our experience here yeah. in the Carriage House with you? The TV we've watched, the recipes we've made, the drinks we've concocted. The placemats that we're placing six feet apart, six feet apart, six feet apart only. Exactly. The the buys that we'd never thought we'd really buy, but the mosquito you know, repellent. The exa- music we're playing. Oh my excuse gosh. me. Absolutely. And we want to hear Our from sunscreen you. Sunscreen routine. Exactly. And we yep. want to hear from you. We want to hear what you're doing to make your COVID cakeies special. And write in to askrana at gmail.com. Share with us what you've been doing. Share with us the little quarantine finds yes. uh, for your COVID hangs that have been giving you a little extra bump, whether it's rosé in a can or a personal cooler. Sure. Or Tony Braxton uh, songs on the, probably not that, but you never whatever, know. whatever it is, we want to know what little things are giving you an extra boost. That fold away fan that they play on the game show network. There's an ad for it. Excuse anyway, me. No, nothing. Yeah. A mista. Maybe you've set up a mista for oh, outside, like at the lemonade stand at the pack of Palm Springs. Sure. In, in Maybe Palm you're Springs. visiting a mister through the window. Maybe. <laughs> Whatever it is, we want to hear from you. Uh, and on August 4th, we're going to share with you all of our COVID kiki ideas. And send everything that you have to askron at gmail.com. There'll be giveaways. It'll be yeah. fun. It'll it's be cathartic. Be and um, yeah, coming wait. out August 4th. Can't wait. Okay. And the other thing people can do is hashtag us COVID kiki. With if they have if they're posting pictures of their favorite things or what they're using or products they love or moments or songs whatever it is tag us story us ask Rana hashtag COVID cake cute. Drums, dear. Honestly, Rana, I wish you didn't run this past me. I didn't know this was happening. There's drilling outside. There was a hammer. I, I didn't know. I thought I was in a haunted house. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't even. How did this happen? I'm that asking I got, you. That I got a second teenage son. 
That's what I want to know. Rana, that is not true. All I'm saying is I (laughs) went out there this morning with a baseball bat because I was like, what is happening? Someone's trying to break in here. And then I saw them redoing. What's By the way, what was so wrong with your driveway to begin with? It's not that there was anything wrong with it. Well, first of all, the New England winters are very hot on a driveway. They just are. All of that all of that salt and the temperature and the ice and, you know, things crack. And I just, it's one of those things. Think about how smooth and how wonderful cement looks when you first (laughs) lay it. I know what you mean. I know what See, you mean, like a freshly paved street. Uh, you had, you didn't think you knew, but now you're thinking about it. Because you when thought. you think about the experience of driving on a road that's not paved well and then immediately gliding into that smooth pavement. It feels pretty good. It wow, feels I've pretty never good. thought of that. <laughs> you're right, though. Well, We're operating regardless. on a level of detail here, Brian. I guess so. On the one hand, I can't believe you can't believe it. And on the other hand, I'm so delighted because it means to me that there are either new new and exciting ways for you either to fall in love with me all over again or to want to murder me, whichever one it is. And I, I do think it flips and it flops, of course. It does. I mean, because the, the <laughs> flop before was yeah. all that noise sure. and me running out with a baseball bat. Yeah. And by the way, I did still have a facial mask on. Yeah, and I certainly that- hope so. What the hell? Your skin looks terrific. Um, Are you oh, using yeah. the CO masks that I got you? You know, no. You but haven't I have, used them yet. But I have used them. No, I have used them. But I only was using those in case I had to look good. You mean for camera? On camera? Yeah, exactly. Well, you're on camera for this. That's true. I should use them for this. You're yeah, right. Yeah, this is your on-camera job at the moment. Rana, you're not wrong. So maybe so, uh, you yeah. should start treating that with a I'll little give- bit of care. I'll give last looks to Think this Think about your reel at the end of this whole quarantine. It's all going to be uh, Patreon episodes. Ask Ron a Patreon episodes. You're right. And so that way, <laughs> if I ever need to be cast as whiny and what? annoying and- How about sensitive, <laughs> handsome, smart- You're so sweet. Outrageous when you have your outrageous, when you scandalized, your scandalized moments- <laughs> I mean, come on. I think this is actually wonderful for your acting reel. What? This whole Zoom is great for your acting reel. That's what I think. Or maybe for your hosting reel. I don't know. Are they different, your hosting and your acting reels? They are different. They are. But, Rana, I've never done a hosting reel like where you can see, you know, the bedroom and the carriage house. Well, I I mean, you might have to punch in a little bit. And I probably shouldn't wear these T-shirts if... You know, I mean, unless it's like MTV or something really hip. Well, I look forward to seeing you in a tuxedo on your in your next uh, the next time you show up for one of these. If you if you're worried about what you're wearing, I think you look terrific. I think this is going to be great for your career. That's what I think. (laughs) (laughs) For my acting and or hosting. Oh. Okay, so this show isn't good enough to be put on your acting reel. Is that what's going on? You're right, Rana. You're right. I'll I'll put this right on my acting. All right. No, no, no. You're right. Good to know. You're right. I see what's going on. This is a relationship of convenience. It works for you during the quarantine, but as soon as nine one one comes back, that is we'll not never true. see you again. That's not true, Rana. Also, would Jordan be able to cut the reel? Of course, I, I don't of course, Jordan can find someone to cut the reel. Okay, great. So, Hollywood, all those watch kids. Out. I've got all those kids cutting reels for me right now. You, you can't believe this. I just hired some guy from the Yale School of Drama who's some sort of a visual artist. I don't know if he's won a Tony 
what's going on, he's going to be doing all of that video and stuff from now on. Well, Rana, you introduced me to him and I really didn't look twice because when you introduced me to someone who's like working on the show, I don't really yeah. care. No, I know you're not very polite to the crow. I know. But then when you told me, you were like, no, we're really lucky to have him. Like he's, you know, from Yale, all this. I yeah. kept looking and then I think I now I have a crush on him. So Just because you found out he was smart and too good for you? Is that yeah. what it was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, and I know that I don't actually have a crush on him, but I think I do. You know what? I don't, I hope you just have, you just need a little sliver of a crush. Right. Because it means you'll be interested in working with him, collaborating. And so whenever he's saying to you, Brian, I had an idea that you would do some sort of a thirst trap coffee making video. Sure. Uh, with no shirt on and, or just maybe your robe open. The Heston's robe that Rana got you open and you're making yourself a French press or you're you're using the, uh, you know, whatever, the coffee capsules, the Nespresso coffee capsules, which are fabulous, by the way. Yeah, they're cute too. They look great. The packaging is fa- is fabulous. The company's called Recaps that make them. That's so great. all these people that are throwing away these Keurig cups and these Nespresso cups. You could be recapping. You could be recapping. But in any event, when he asks you to do a recap yep. in a robe, you'll be you'll, oh, I love that idea. I'm dying to do it. Because yeah. without that, Rana, my first thought is like, I I I don't have time. I have necessary things to do. I I could I couldn't. Pop, you, you're gonna ask me to wash my hair today. Like I can't. Oh God, I can't do it. My sprouts, my sprouts, my, my sprouts, sprouts, my sprouts. I can't. I couldn't possibly. <laughs> oh God. How my, are you, I'm, sprouts? You and the lobstermen seem to be giving each other socially distant haircuts through the through the doorway. through the window. Yeah. yeah. And how is that going? It's going well. Um, yeah. I got a little frustrated at one point because oh. he was trying to do my sideburns and yeah. I said, just give me it. You know, because yeah, I, I know better. Yeah, you did it uneven. I've heard this one. Yeah, right. So I did it uneven. But <laughs> his hair looks really nice. He thinks it looks a little too, he called it Hollywood, but I don't think so. It's just, it's like well, a regular- any haircut on him is Hollywood because, I mean, he's one of those boat people that was sort of scruffy captain. We put yeah. on the same wet sweater every morning. Exactly. When it gets on the lobster boat. Exactly. Because it's just a sweater. Why would I clean it? It's just going to get dirty. He said, I don't want to look like Chris Christopherson. I said, don't worry. Oh, That's not going to happen. Why not? That's what I mean. I mean, Ron, I'll I told look- you I met Chris Christopherson once and inside- Do you know he's like secretly brilliant? Secretly? He's a Rhodes Scholar. Unreal. Anyway, sorry I interrupted. Yeah. There's no secret to me. I'll tell you what he is secretly, secretly magnetic. And that's no secret either. Within a- seven seconds, if he had said to me, do you want to run away together? I would have said yes. I wow. never even looked at Chris Christophs and I wasn't interested. As you know, I had never seen the original Star is Born until you made me watch it for, uh, for uh, throwing Shaska last right. year. Yep. And he is pretty sexy in that, but it's always tricky to find somebody sexy when the story's problematic, for me anyway. That's true. Yeah. I know what you mean, but he is categorically gorgeous. He, excuse me, when I met him, he was already about 65. I would have run away with him in 10 seconds. What about Sam If he had said, what are you doing after this? I would have said nothing. Whatever you ask me to do is what I'm doing. That's like when Warren Beatty- And he knew it too. He knew Warren Beatty too. saw Farrah Fawcett walking down the street and he goes, he literally pulled over and goes, do you want to go to Palm Springs? And she said, yeah. And they had the weekend of their lives. They never <laughs> met before that. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> we have to get that Karina Longworth on here. She knows all these She's stories. She's so great. We yeah. should. She knows we- all these stories. Yep. 
Yeah. We should just have her on for a gossip episode. We should tell people when she's coming and they should write in and say, is it true? Yep. Every, every question should be, is it true? Yes. And then she can give us what she knows about the story. Now, Rana, I did want to ask you one other thing. Is oh, it I hate possible? any sentence that's not like that. It? I really do. And I really, I have asked you to address these things with me off the air before. But let's Fine. go. Let's is go. It, is it possible? It's a two-parter. Number one, is it possible to reduce the window of them working instead of it being from 10 to <sighs> 4? Could it be from like 4 to 5? PM? Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. Have you ever known a uh, you ever known a work crew that shows up at four and leaves at five? Well, I'm thinking that I don't mind if I can it make takes... it earlier. Would you like to wake up earlier? God no. I was thinking if it, it makes more sense if even if it's spread out for a longer time, if it's only an hour, because then our moods are just so much better. Whose moods? I, I it doesn't bother me. I'm swimming. So I'm wearing my earplugs and I'm hearing the whoosh underwater anyway. I mean, a little bit of a vibration I get a sense of. But this isn't going to go on forever. It's and just second a few of all, days. Second of all, Rana, yeah. can you please stop leaving donuts outside for them? Because I have to watch those donuts from my window. And I really, I feel like I start sweating okay. when I see the box. I'll do you a favor. I'll start leaving donuts outside for you too. Don't you dare, Rana. Yeah. I'll go crazy. It's guess hard who, enough just to see them. Guess who I sent cookies and milk to today? Oh, God. Um, J- J- Jennifer Beals. Tom Cruise and Woody Harrelson <laughs> from coffee. The Tom Cruise and Woody Harrelson coffee guys. The Bixby's. we had such a great, we're having such a great time with them and they're doing such great work. And I said, you know what? Give these coffees, uh, these cookies to the guys in the warehouse. That's. I think I know where you got them. You, you've told me about this place that does great cookies and milk. But Rana, can we start? And also, them- they do each cookie just so people understand. Each cookie is individually wrapped. So I'm not asking anybody to stick their COVID paws into a cookie jar together or a box together. No. Yeah. To me, they'll. But I'll always send you cookies and milk too. I didn't realize you were back on sugar. So then I'm that, not that's on sugar. Do, do not send it to me. I'm only yeah. looking so at sugar. So extra donuts, and you want no. the work to start earlier. Have I got it down? I you just want to make sure I have the action items from this meeting. That is that is really, really, really in in. In, um, hang on, insidious. Insidious, yeah. yeah. Let me tell you something. Guess who's going to be so excited to hear about the driveway? Jurgen from the BMW dealership. Oh, God. That's the kind of thing that gets him excited, that titillates him. When you say, you know, we just had our driveway repaid. <gasps> and the way that the car grips the new asphalt, it's not asphalt, of course, but the new- No, uh, but asphalt's you know, sort of like- Double meaning. Grips. Yeah, ass. well, you can say asphalt. Right. And he'll say, Rona has asphalt in her driveway. And, and I'll say, stop talking for say, the love of oh, God. It's not asphalt. It's something. <sighs> you know what? I don't, these aren't the kind of things I understand, but I know Jurgen is one of those people. Do you ever see Smell of Census now? You know what? This is crazy. I didn't, but I read the book. <laughs> okay. I don't think it's crazy at all. It was one of the original Scandi crime novels. Yeah. And I bet it's a great book. I love the movie. Falls yeah, apart it was a little bit Julia at the Ormond, end. Julia Ormond, right? Who sort Julia of Ormond. went away a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She sort of had that moment and then. She did. But. I should see the movie. I'd like to see the movie. Is it any Jürgen good? Jurgen is like Smilla with the snow. Smilla talks about how in Greenland, you'll know from the book, they have something like 100 words for snow. 
Right. In their language. So it's like sticky snow, this snow, that snow, all these different kinds of snow. Jurgen is like that with pavement because he used to work on a pit crew <laughs> in the Grand Prix. Uh-huh. The, I think his the Styrian Grand Prix was as far as he got. That's the Austrian Grand Prix. And that wasn't the kind of event that I was willing to attend at the time. Oh, I see. But once this is all over, we're going to go on the Grand Prix circus. Cause I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to go to, the, to Monte Carlo to the Grand Prix. I would love to go. And we're going to stay at that hotel, which I think is the hotel. I have to remember the name of the hotel that's right on the track. We're going to stay there. And that doesn't I watched- sound very nice, Rana. Oh, it's fabulous. The train tracks? Oh, now, the race. So here's what's fabulous about the Monte Carlo Grand Prix. Please tell me. The reason it's remarkable is because they just clear the streets. It's like that horse race in Siena that I'm also dying to go to mm-hmm. once a year. I'm pretending like I know all these things. Okay. So in James Bond, which one? The one that starts- On Her Majesty's it, Secret Service. No, please. We're in, we're in current times right now. Oh. James Bond- it's not, it's the one after Casino Royale. Oh, Quantum of Solace? Which is terrible. Yeah, I was going to say that. But not it even has one, one of the great all-time James Bond openings, which is that it opens, uh, I'll have to look it up. It's called the, um, this is why we have to get Dante Googling for us. But Rana, I didn't want to tell you, but Dante. Why have I not had a Googler this whole time? You know I love a Googler. We've got a lot of people to hire. Dante, Google, see, so we're going to do him like Siri. Dante, Google, oh Google, Google Siena horse race. Yeah. And then let's see if he pops in with the sound, yeah. if he has the answer. That's, you're allowed to speak, Dante, if you find the answer. And he's, Ita- he's Italian, so he should already know this anyway. Wow. He, he sure will speak up after everything you just did. <laughs> well, who, whoa, what's he going <laughs> to, Dante? I said what? Google. I Googled it. And what's the answer? Corriere de what? What was the question even? What's the Siena horse race? Oh. Uh, I can't. You know what? I don't know why I don't do this by myself in my closet. and just Factory only, girl. And then just put it. That's Sienna Miller. I know. And then just put it out to myself. This whole podcast I should just do for me. The Palio di Siena is what it's called. Okay. Ooh. Are you still there, Dante? Is the show being recorded? It jumped out the window. <laughs> I stopped recording a while ago. My bad. What? You know what? Don't get fresh, Don't Dante. You'll be her. off this. You'll be <laughs> off this job in a matter of seconds. Do you understand me, Brian? Well, I have to tell you, if I were leading this ship, none of this shenanigan would be happening. <laughs> okay, so the boat that you want to lead next episode? Let's no, do that. Thanks. Next episode is Brian's no, episode. Thanks. You heard it here first. <laughs> And I'm taking the week off. I'm going to the vineyard. No, when I come back, you. I'm going to do like you. I'm going to just show up and I'm going to light my candle and I'm going to spray, <laughs> spray my face. And then I'm going to sit down and I'm going to say, let's go. No, you know what? Next That's week's not going to be That's all I'm going to do. Yeah. I no, just forgot that I have um, I nothing. Can't. You just yeah. forgot you had nothing. I can't. Anyway, that's the James Bond. But why are we talking about this? James Bond. Because Monte Carlo, because Jurgen, because Grand pavement. Prix. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the Monte Carlo Grand Prix. It's just on the streets of Monte Carlo. The city shuts down for the Grand Prix. Oh, wait, so there isn't like an actual track? No, absolutely not. That's oh. what's fabulous about it. So cars end up in the sea. You know, people burst into flames. It's, it's what? true, true drama. 
Yeah. Why are they bursting into flames and why are people ending up in the sea? Because if the car goes off the track, the track is the road and the sea is the next thing next to it. Rana. Yeah. So you expect me to get in one of these cars? No. You know, do you really think that's a possibility? Well, I didn't know. Is Jurgen going to be in one? No, what I'm saying is Jurgen used to work on this circuit. So he's like Smilla. He understands all the different kinds of asphalt. I so see. what you can say to him is, you know, Rana just redid the pavement and it feels wonderful. I have no idea what kind of pavement it is. You should come I over see. and take a look at it and you can tell me uh, what the pavement is. And was then, Princess Stephanie driving the Grand Prix? No, she certainly was not. Excuse okay. me. Well, actually she was... She was, they, I believe they were coming down the hills, in the yeah. hills, but I don't know where that hairpin turn took place, if sure. that's the, uh, if that's the question. But there's a hotel there right on the, uh, right on the track, which we could stay in. Okay. Um, and that's the one that we're going to, it might be the Hotel de Paris, is might, might be what it's called. I know there's also a hotel in Vegas Paris. called the Monte Carlo, but I don't know anyone who stayed there. Oh, you mean the one in Las Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> You don't know anyone that stayed there? Uh-uh. I bet you do. <laughs> and I was watching, the James Garner did a movie. I actually watched this on Criterion the other day. The movie was actually called Grand Prix. And it was from 1966. And it had everything oh, and nothing at the same time. It had Yves Montan as one of the drivers. He was about, I don't know. 48 or 50, you know, it's so that's my favorite new game is to, is to guess how old these people are when they're in these they movies. Yeah. And you look at him and you say, I wonder how old he is. 66. So you look it up 42. Sure. Uh, and James Garner, and it was one of those movies with James Garner, you know, they were both two 80 year old men playing, uh, you know, doing the job of what would be a 28 year old's job now, 32 probably. However old Lewis Hamilton is. Anyway, it was John Frankenheimer who directed oh. it. People who know me know that I will always watch, whenever it's on, I will watch Ronan with Robert De Niro. Oh my God, I forgot about that movie. Because but that's a racing movie too, isn't it? One of the greatest cast chases through Paris of all film. And it's with that guy from The Professional maybe? No. I don't remember. Jean Renault, is he in that? Yeah, yeah I thought. Of course he is, yeah. He's in that. He's terrific. Um... De Niro's in it. He's terrific. Natasha McKellen. I don't know You do. She has that long hair. Oh, okay. And she's Irish. Got it. She was in like The Devil's Magic or whatever that movie was with Brad Pitt. Oh, right. What was that called? What was that Hell's Kitchen or The Devil's Something. something I know the one you mean. Uh, You know exactly who she is. She has long hair. Okay. When I say that, don't you know who I mean? I'm thinking of Crystal Gale. But you said Irish. Crystal Gale. How old are you? Look, how, I'm from Texas. How many hours did they leave you alone with your grandmother watching television? That's my question. Way to you. too many. Way because too many. the only way you could know who Crystal Gale is is if they left you alone with your with your grandmother or a baby. She was talked about a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna take my turn my brown eyes blue. You betcha. This one. Sister to Loretta Lynn. Oh, I do know who she is. Yes. Yeah. I know exactly who she is. That's right. Crystal Gale was Loretta Lynn's sister. Isn't that crazy? 
And the only gimmick she had was the hair. That was it. Loretta Lynn had all of that talent. All and that I think ta- Crystal oh, Gale just had the I hair. haven't seen the coal miner's daughter. You know, I saw it recently. It Have is you? so good. I saw oh. it more like a couple months ago. It is so good. I was we should do that as a quiff coming up. Yeah. Okay, but this is free feed. We can't be talking about all this no, stuff. No, 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 no. This has actually gone one hundred percent off the rails. Well, off the track, Rana. As a ba-dum, ba-dum, bum bum. <laughs> I don't know what that sound was, but you understood. Yep. Um, all right. And Ronan, I just, I have, I can't say, and, and you know who else is in that Stellan Skarsgård? The father. Yeah, the father. Very yep. sexy. The guy from Chernobyl. He is and sexy. a million he's other se- things. He's sexy in a way of like- all sexy like guys in there. Oil rig sexy. Absolutely. He's oil rig slash father of the uh, of the Swedish theater sexy. Yep. You know, you just know that he's the most important actor in Sweden, but also, believe you me, if the if a tire blew, he could change a tire. Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. There would be no question about whether or not you wouldn't have to ask him if the alarm was on. You wouldn't, because no. he's got that Swedish something. You'd never sleep better. And you and also if if you heard a noise, you'd turn over. He would already be out of bed, and the problem would be, be would be solved. He'd be out of bed, and that person would be dead. She's the one with the real sense of snow. snow. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. fabulous. Okay, do we have any comments? Or any anything today? We do, Rana. We have a few. And can I say something also? You can say whatever you want. This is your show. Well, this is what I want to say. Uh huh. Because I know you're never going to say it. Because you don't care what people do. I mean, you do very much. Listen, I don't care what the show is. Can people all start following us on Instagram? In oh. fact, this is the order: number okay. one, follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Number two, rate and review on iTunes. At least for the next few weeks, just follow us on Instagram because it's crazy. We don't have that blue check, and Rana told me that she could make a call to get it, but she wants to do it a really honest way by followers. Well. So, I have to say, I didn't realize how important the blue check was because you know me, I'm just doing what I'm doing. I know. And now that you've explained it to me, yeah, I'm I'm actually deeply disappointed. I know, Rana. I didn't, you, it's almost like I had been walking out of the house with no pants on this whole time and I didn't know. And you right. finally tapped me on the shoulder and said, Rana, there's a hole in the back Look of your down. pants. Look down, exactly. There's a hole in the back of your pants. Everyone can see your underwear. And I didn't know. I didn't know the blue check. I thought, oh, check, no check. I don't know. Maybe it's only for people that are famous or actors. Or I have no idea. Sure. And now that I know that we don't have it, I- It's frankly ridiculous. Like as someone who sees the blue checks yeah. around, it's, it's actually ridiculous. Say. Now it's so all listen. I can say. Please follow us. Yeah. Have your friends listen to the show and follow us. We should be at 10,000 by the end of the month as far as I'm concerned. I'd be in, the end of ne- in a month, I'm going to say. Do you think it's realistic? Uh, yeah, I do. If people actually do it, I do. Yes. That would make, I can't tell you how happy that would make me. So that's my plea to all of you. That's all I'm asking for. At Askrana on Instagram. Follow yeah. it, please. And if you and if you don't like our feed, you could follow us and then you can't, can't you silence us or something? You can mute us, but you're going to love the feed. <laughs> I love that I'm already giving them an out. See, this is my whole thing. I'm always, I always want people to have an out. But the truth is we have so much fabulous content up there. Yeah, it's We're only getting so better. hot on it. That would, I would be delighted. This is something you can really do for us because we can't do it for ourselves. It doesn't exactly. matter how hard we push. We can't do it for ourselves. We need you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, All okay. Right. 
Ronna, here's a few quick Ronna reviews. Ronna and Brian starring in The Hunt for the Blue Check Mark. Listen, it should, this should be in our past. So make yeah. it happen now. I do. I have to say the very few things that make me feel embarrassed or less than or, you know, it makes sure. me feel like there's been patties going on this whole summer and no one invited me. It's a bad really? feeling. It's a bad feeling. Well, look, look, let's let's throw Ronna the party she deserves. Yeah. Okay. All right. Couple quick reviews. Yeah. Nikki Bomb thirteen gave us five stars and wrote Nikki in the Bomb. subject. <laughs> Nikki Bomb. I'll never get over these names. I love They're them so, so much. Yeah. And wrote, "I'm the worst." And then in the comments, wrote, "I'm a 29 year old man." And you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and Good you're for right, you, Nikki Bomb. Yeah. Thank Take you some for self awareness. I'll tell you what, Nikki Bomb is worth dating. It may not be this year. Since yeah. he knows he's 29 and he's trouble. Yep. But the fact that he's evolved enough to be listening to our show and to also say, wink, wink, yep. You're right. Haven't figured it out. Not quite ready to settle down, but don't mind breaking your heart. Love Nikki Bomb. Running Amy 1230, very yeah. short and to the point, but gave us five stars and wrote, love it. Love listening to these two. And finally, Lobsterman1483 gave us two stars. What? And wrote, and wrote, Brian, hello. Oh my God. Brian. That's, yeah. I uh, I have so, some calls to make. I I I don't know. I, there was what a misunderstanding. Was the, what was the screen name again? Lobsterman. One, two, four, eight, three. I wonder what one, two, four, eight, three stands. Probably his PIN number. Is that too many numbers? It is. It's too, it's, and one, it's the passcode two, on four, his phone. Eight, three. It's too many. Yeah. It's five. Oh. Oh. Well, you know, it's partly my fault. Because Jurgen. Yeah. He found out about Jurgen and he said, You're going to leave me for a car dealer. I'm sorry, I'm not a king like he is. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny, Ronnie. He was very upset. Uh, wow. Boy, that got serious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have some fabulous guests today. Yes, um, we do. Yeah, I'm very excited. They're me a couple. Too. They sure, they married. certainly are. Are they married? I think they're married. I could you know, never, I just always have assumed they are. I thought they were married, but it may be that they're engaged. I'm not. We're gonna. That'll be the first thing we get to the bottom. You're of. You're right. These, I can't you know. believe I don't know that, but I don't. Yeah, joined at the hip. Yeah. Um. And, Andy Beckerman, Naomi Paragon. Yeah. Is there anything else we need to tell these people before we get to our guest? I don't think oh, so. Now it's I a, can hear. Now see, I can yeah, hear. Yeah. See what I mean, Rana. Yeah, but you know what? It's okay. Like I said, think about that. Think of a lot of people just think, oh, I did my pavement once. I did my driveway once. That's it. Right. But you know me. Of, uh-huh. I'm going to spackle over. I'm going to, if that cake isn't frosted, I'm going to make it, isn't perfectly, I'm going to make another batch of frosting. Yeah. Yeah. Like that gorgeous Beatty's cake. That's actually a good tip. When I make the Beatty's cake, the Beatty's chocolate cake. Sure, for mine, um, which is so gorgeous for my yes. my uh, my secrets to making that cake. One of them is that I make an I make a batch and a half of frosting because she really just makes enough frosting to uh, to to just make it over just the cake. Just like a thin layer, yeah. And that and it does taste good that way. But I like the cake to have a thick profile. If you're going to make a luscious cake like that anyway, just go for it. I would rather overfrost a cake and have someone leave the frosting on their plate, sure. but have that slice look exceptional. 
So I do a batch and a half of frosting when I do the Ina cake. And that to me is the perfect amount. But you don't want to go overboard. And also with that kind of a frosting, with that kind of a buttercream, you just have to be – what you do really – you know about a crumb layer? Sort of, but not really. The crumb layer – is when you uh, so do a very no, I don't. thin, thin, thin layer of frosting on the top. So that basically, because you know when you frost a cake, sometimes it can get a little gritty feeling? Yes, yes. And you sort of give that a minute, you let it come together, and then you're frosting on top of that. It's so you're like sort of spackling, exactly. You know who would know about this? The boy who bakes, who's a fan of us. Oh, great. Yeah, I want to talk to him because I think he, I know, you know what I really want is I want him to come up with a coffee cake recipe. Is the boy who bakes the one who won uh, British Bake, uh, the Great British Baking Show? Because a winner from that show loves this show. His name's Ed Kimba. That might be him. And I didn't know he was a winner of Great British Won Baking it. Show. Won it, yeah. Get out of here. Yep. He's the cutest thing you ever saw. He puts on his Rana and Brian Icons tea and he um, plays music while he does his raspberries. Yeah, he. I think it, I think that's him, the boy who bakes. And he just had a new book that came out yeah, uh, in June. Do you won. see it there on his yeah, Instagram? Yeah, June 2020. And what was the book called? Stir the, no, on One Tin Bakes. One Tin Bakes, that's what it is. Which is a very British thing to say. Yes. But yeah, he's got 300,000 followers and he won his season. Well, he's the cutest thing you've ever seen. He's a ginger. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Which so that like that's cool. Anyway, boy who begs, I'm I'm gonna reach out to you because I want to come up with some sort of a I want a, a new I want him to send us one of his favorite recipes because he's obviously been baking his hat out during quarantine. He would too. They're I over bet. there. They're probably basically out. Of, I actually saw that they are basically out of quarantine at this point. They're telling people they can use the public transport if they want to. Not and just we can't even go workers. over there. That's the worst part. <sighs> are you trying to break my hat? Is that no. was that the goal of I'm that statement? I'm just trying to make you sink down to my level. Was the goal of that statement just to tear my hat in two? I know, I know. You know, we never heard from the Welsh again. No, no, I, we, didn't. we haven't heard from any of our European listeners in a while. I want to, I want to solicit. Yeah, you're right. I want to solicit a whole. Maybe they're afraid to write to us because they don't want to tell us how well it's going. We were even hearing from the Italians. We were hearing from the Italians. Oh, it turned out it was Jen in Rome who wrote about the Sydney Sheldon. I see. So, okay. Now, this is just a little quick thing that we'll say, and then we should get on to this interview because we have these fabulous people waiting for us. Uh, so every month in the in the Carriage House, in the on Patreon, we do a book club and we do uh, the Quarantine International Film Festival. We do one one episode of that. And then the last Friday of every month is the book club. Yes. This month is the quarant- is uh, Sidney Sheldon's selection, The Other Side of Midnight. It certainly is. And we know this is a throwback. We know that it's going to be absolutely, I mean, it's going to be like reading a Dynasty episode, basically. Right. <laughs> yeah. So will it be problematic? Absolutely. Sure. Now, she wrote to us and she said, now, is The Other Side of Midnight the one with the ice cube in the mouth blowjob? The Ben Gay on the Balls blowjob or both? I remember surreptitiously skimming through my mom's new copy as a prepubescent and being both flummoxed and intrigued at the, quote, sex scenes, as my only experience with sex so far had been accidentally coming upon my parents' copy of 
Dr. Question Mark Alex Comfort's The Joy of Sex. Sure. In my father's socks drawer one summer day while my mother played bridge downstairs with her girlfriends. Sexy Thanks. couple. Thanks for the believe it or not poignant memories, Jen in Realm. Wow. And so Jen will be joining us for the book club. Uh, Join us every Friday. And then for August of this month, what we decided was we decided to let the Carriage House members pick the book, more or less. It's a big, fat poll happening in there. We let them nominate the book is what we really 130 did. nominations or something, right? At least. What, the, by the time this comes out, who knows how who many knows? it'll be. Thousands. But so if you want to join us for the book club, we'll be come to Patreon, join us for the book club. We do one every month and we're reading Sidney Sheldon's Other Side of Midnight. Yep. And, and at this moment, so we're letting people vote. Yeah. So there you have it. Okay. Democracy's alive and well on the Ask Rana podcast. Yes, that's true. All of our institutions seem to be dying around us, but right. democracy is alive and well on the Ask Rana podcast. And we are your elected representatives. And we have our Carriage House Kiki episode coming up. We certainly so do, which is just- If you haven't, sent us your, send us your recommendations for yeah. what you're doing for social, social distance hanging, what's making it special. Sure. Is it the music? Is it the what food? What are your recipes? What are your drinks? Absolutely. What's something you bought that you never thought you'd buy? Are you putting flowers at each person's thing? Uh, do you have special Sh- candles? What's sure. what's go- What are you doing to make it special? And of course, just like Veronica, we're going to share with everybody what we're doing to make I hang special. And if they're really lucky, I'll share my crispy rice recipe that we've been talking about. Veronica, you have said that that you have put that under lock and key as far as I and know. And it might stay there. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Let's get going. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something, you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Hi, I'm Paul F. Tompkins. And I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm a comedian. I'm an actress. And yet we're married? And we're quarantined together because of the global pandemic and also because of love. Mm. We started a podcast at the beginning of quarantine called Stay F. Homekins. It was supposed to be a limited series that we thought would be done by now. (laughs) (laughs) But we're still doing it. Join us as we catch up and talk about whatever we end up talking about that week. It's like having a couple friends over to your home. Friends you can't see or talk back to. Those kinds of friends. It's just loose and fun. (laughs) Let's not overthink it. Come on. Stay F. Homekins comes out late Friday night or early Saturday morning, depending on where you live in the world. Wherever you get your podcasts. Stay safe, stay sane, and stay home. Here we go. Yes. Okay. Can you hear us? 
<laughs> can you hear hello. us? Hello. Yes, can hear you, Rana, Brian. Fabulous. They're here. I can't stand up. Has everyone met each other? <laughs> Has yes. everyone met each other? Just double checking. Naomi, Naomi and Andy and I go way back. We do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. From back what? when we were younger, the before times. Uh, you know, when they were getting into podcasting, they, they came to me. And oh, they, sure. they said, Rana. It was really Andy's mother who suggested that they talk to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think you guys know each other from synagogue. From yeah. who, Naomi? 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, me, I'm always at synagogue. No, no, my, but, my, my, but you know, you, you know Norma. <laughs> oh, I assume Naomi had converted because she's wearing her hair wrap today. <laughs> oh, honey, this is quarantine life. Okay? Yeah. That is just living in quarantine, uh, honey. The roots, the roots. Um, Andy, now. what are you drinking there, dear? Uh, diet, diet Coke. Not Diet Pepsi, I hope. No. Just because I don't believe in it. Not for any other reason. As far as I know, they haven't done anything worse than they normally did. It's not It's not like something came out today about Diet Pepsi. I just don't I believe they, in Pepsi. I think okay. Pepsi helps support the uh, the coup in Chile, actually. So. Oh, no, but they all do that. I mean, that's not <laughs> what do you I mean. mean? It, was sponsored, it was sponsored by Pepsi. Sure. Yes. Well, like every, sponsored by Pepsi. Yes, every cola company has something in their history, in their archives that you really don't want to know too much about. No. Because they're, they're bottled locally. I have to say, I refuse yeah. to believe that, Rana. Refuse. Oh, you're out of your mind. Are you I don't serious? Think that, I don't think that companies that big get into trouble for stuff. I just refuse to. <laughs> well, they may that. not get into trouble, but no, that's because they they're paying ex CIA agents to keep everything under wraps. I'm going to walk out of here if we keep talking like this. Oh, you! I forgot you were big business. You were you were a big fan of big business. I'm pro he Amazon. loves corporations. Brian is well. He's sponsored by Coca Cola Life. Is that what it's called? What was the green can? The Coca Cola yes, Stevia. It. Half Stevia, yeah. half sugar. Yeah. Was it, it good? Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and it made you. It, you know what? It tasted good. You felt you didn't feel as greasy as if you drank a regular. <laughs> I know Coke. what you mean. <laughs> are you Rana, two are ever not together? Are we, of we course, we're even recording. Intro- well, we haven't introduced them. Can we say that? We don't usually do it like this where the guest no. shows up and we're we, immediately in it. I know, but I got so, <laughs> I got so excited to talk to them. I, just I am started. too. I love these two so much. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Beckerman and Naomi Ekparrigan. They host. Couples therapy together. Separately, they are brilliant writers and comedians. And Naomi is an actor. Andy, do you act? Not well. (laughs) Sure. Fair enough. Yeah. And um, (laughs) they're just full delights. And and I love their podcast, Couples Therapy, so much. Oh, Oh. my God. Thank you so much. To hear hear that from a hero of ours. A hero. uh, A hero and a shiro. Right here. When are Brian and I going to be on Couples Therapy? We've been quarantining this whole time. My assumption is that at this point, we are qualified- for couples therapy. I've been on in the last oh, I month. I know you've but, been on. But we should talk. We should go on together. That'd be fun. Oh, my God. Literally yes. whenever. You, I, I, I'm saying this with all sincerity. Literally whenever you'd like to. This is legally binding, too, because it's being recorded. This is <laughs> Great, an oral contract. That's perfect because there's a lot I would like to get off my chest. Oh, yeah. Brian asked, me to, <laughs> Brian asked me to hire an HR person. Well, <laughs> For your podcast? Look, you know. Oh, no. For this sort of things like. You know, he just anything that falls under that category. There, <laughs> there isn't. What is that you know, category? Well, he doesn't like the towels in the carriage house. He doesn't. Oh, you know, oh, he just sure. uh, any anything that oh, figuring it out sounds exhausting. That, yeah. Anything that falls in, in that category. You know what? that feeling when you start opening a package, but it's not opening, and so you just throw yourself on the bed instead. Y- yeah, sure. So it's 
It's that sort of thing. I, I actually then, do know that. <laughs> me too. That's a real thing for me. Where I just want to throw the package out the window and I, I just like throw myself on the bed and I'm like, well, I'm done for today. Yeah. Yeah. How are you all doing in all yes. this? I mean. Well, what do you want? Real answers? Well, <laughs> yeah. well, no, I will say this. We just had our actual couples therapy. With our professional. Love who, our therapist. And um, we've been Skyping with him, honey, since before COVID. He's in New York and we can't get enough. And oh, you know okay. what? We talked and we were in the session and we were like, you know what? I still like you. 10 years in, four months into a pandemic, yeah. I still like you. Isn't I've told that you guys so this nice. before. I know. I've told them before. They are to me couple goals, truly. Ugh, like they just. Isn't that so nice? They're crazy I think, about each You know, other. I'm actually glad you said that because I think it's something that people are afraid to say right now, which is look, I'm not saying I'm loving this pandemic mm-hmm. and that it's going beautifully and whatever. But there are these little silver linings. And one of them is when you have chosen a partner who is not only, I don't know, look, maybe Andy goes to the grocery store. Maybe you go to the grocery store. I don't know how any of that shakes out. And how, I mean, that's one part of the of a relationship is the logistics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who does what and are we a good team? And people always talk about choosing a good partner who's a good teammate, et cetera, et cetera. But the idea that the person... If that person still comes home and you still get excited just a little bit like a dog at the door, yeah. where you think, oh, that, oh, that's fun. My friend is here and I'm going to get to hang out with my friend. Yes. And if you're even having four of those moments a week, <laughs> I would say, well, even two, even two. Honey, one. I'll take one. One in the pandemic. I will say this. I hung out with a friend masked up eight feet apart on our lawn yesterday yeah. for two yeah. hours. Naomi... It was, it was maybe the first time we've really been apart. The farthest apart we've been in four months. I was in the house. He was on the grass. I said, honey, live your life. It was, I was like, it was, don't come back if you don't feel like it. It was a joy to come back and see her. You have to take those little breaks, of course, whether you go for a walk or whatever it is you need to do to get a little space between you. Yes. But what a wonderful thing to, because that's totally in your body. That's not yes. even I'm thinking about I've made I'm looking at my list and I've made the right choice and this is the right person for all these reasons. It's just in your bones and in your cells when you see someone you, and you are delighted to see them. Yes. And that is such a good feeling. I it call is. that marrow love. <laughs> if it's in your marrow, that's, great. that's marrow love. I love that. <laughs> that is And then good stuff. I mean look, have a frying pan ready. You, you know, know because yes. yeah, in case yes. you guys smash him over the head with it two oh, minutes later when, when he doesn't close the freezer all the way and like then the freezer Andy starts Cap getting comic. snowy. Yes, yes, get a cast <laughs> iron skillet and then <laughs> Oh, I bam. got it. Just for that. Has, has that ever happened to you where the, they don't close the freezer enough and then the snow starts forming in the freezer <laughs> because the door is partially open? Has that happened? I mean, probably I've done it, right? I can't. Well, yes, probably. <laughs> yes, if anything in, in this metaphor, I'm the one in the robe with my hair wrapped up with a rolling pin <laughs> yep. going sure. after Naomi. Oh, he Not came. In- y'all, before earlier, the thing he did this morning. So as you, we have two cats and a dog. Honey, we bought a zoo. And so in, so basically one of the cats, he likes to chew like plastic stuff. He'll kind of get it, you know, envelopes <sighs> and cats. tape. And so I usually have my purses by the door. And, you know, like, Rana, you understand. You know, your purse might be big and filled with shit, half of which you don't even use. You know? Yeah. And so apparently sure. last Not night mine. the cat got in my purse <gasps> and Ugh. chewed on something and then, like, threw up. And so no. – Andy okay. saw it before I saw it and I was on the phone and then like I get off the phone and I turn and Andrew's looking at me dead serious. Okay. And he just goes, hun, 
you got to do something about these purses, okay? <laughs> because you leave them out and then the animals get it. It was like he was so serious. And I was like, girl, girl, I will put them away. <laughs> I am usually very forgiving until it comes to the gastrointestinal health of our cats. And but wasn't when- it kind of a thrill that Andy got upset for a second? Well, it was like kind of intense, you know, because he's a very laid back goof. And so when he gets serious, I'm like, oh, my God, who dying? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like my first assumption is like, and what the, bad you know, news have you The answer is the cat, if but, you're not careful. But Rana wants yeah. to know, was it erotic? I think that's what you're getting at. Yeah, that <laughs> is what I was asking. It's got to help. It has to help a little bit. Well, sure. When you think, oops, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Brian. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We have some great questions for these. Okay. All right. Would you like to start, Ron, or do you want me to? Uh, I'm going to start because I want to hear what the three of you have to say about this. How does that sound? Ready. Okay. Help me, Ron and Brian, and guests I'm sure I'll love. Well, that's covered. (laughs) That's established. How do you know if you should stay in a relationship? Ooh. Background. By the way, it's the first person that ever asked the question at the top. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I do like a thesis statement. I'm not going to yes. lie. Mm-hmm. I like when somebody states the, the top of the paragraph is the thesis the statement and yes. then they back up their argument after that. Yes. So, As a former gonna, academic, yeah. I was taught to do that. Where were you an academic Sunday? I was a Just philosophy taught- professor in Philadelphia. Where were you with a philosophy professor? Uh, Temple. And then a, a couple, as an adjunct, a couple of the little uh, little colleges outside of Philly. That's unbelievable. I know. Wonderful. Do you like the good place? I yes, is, I did as or a is show. Moral philosophy, not you think? Yeah. No, no, I liked it as a show, as a yeah. as a philosophical vessel. Uh, I have a, a bone or two to pick. <laughs> but that wouldn't well, you wouldn't have a bone if you weren't a philosophy professor. Exactly. No, I don't think there's ever been a philosophy professor that just agrees with another philosophy. <laughs> professor. That's Can the I whole idea. Is you have to pick right. a bone, otherwise you've got no job. Right. It's yeah. all argument. Okay. Now let's yeah. get into this argument. Okay. Should you Brian, up? you wanted okay. to say something, dear. I was just going to say, so I guess Andy thinks he's better. Uh-huh, than uh-huh. Right, but that was way before I was a professor. <laughs> well, that's how he became a philosophy exactly. professor. Got it. Yeah. Got that's it. A, you know, Jewish parents. No, whenever, usually, normally, Naomi, I would say, run the other direction if you yes. want to date a philosophy professor. I know. Then nothing but trouble. I know. Very sexy, but, but very troublesome. You know, you're yeah. correct. You're yeah. correct, but yeah. you know what? But I'm, here I'm we are. Him. Here we are. Oh, I believe it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Naomi or Naomi? Naomi. Yeah. Yeah. You know it. Um, I am a 37-year-old independent woman who doesn't want kids and has no preoccupation with marriage. Okay. I have been dating the most wonderful man for a touch over a year and living together since December. Mm-hmm. Yes, through quarantine. But even prior to quarantine, I wanted a more va 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 voom parentheses, romance, exclamation point. And he is really happy with being in a strong relationship that skips to the chase and is about being a solid team. We were sort of just talking about Yes. He has a teenage daughter who lives with us 50% of the time. So I know we can't be reckless with our abandon when she is here. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't like that's got nothing to do with anything. Um, I love because you can make the other time more special. Exactly. Exactly. I love him and feel so extraordinarily fortunate to have him. We have discussed our future together, but are in no rush to make a jump toward marriage or home ownership until we feel it's right. Is it possible to compromise on what you think is an ideal relationship, or am I just trying to make this work? I wouldn't mind being on my own, 
dating after quarantine, question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> but the idea of being without him doesn't seem right. Any huh. insight will be greatly appreciated. Thank you, Valentina. Valentina? Yeah. I she, uh, that, that was a, a letter. It seems like she answered her own question within the letter. Well, it seems like she wants to be with this person. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Valentina, she couldn't imagine being without him. Although I will say I, this, the little bit of like, uh, I could see myself dating after quarantine. <laughs> if you could see. Yeah. She said, I wouldn't mind being on my own dating after quarantine, but the idea of being without him doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem mm, right. The seem. There's a lot of heavy lifting done by that word, seem. Yeah. <laughs> I would also say that, yeah, do not discuss jumping into marriage or home ownership with someone that you, I mean don't make don't make decisions like that right now keep pushing that off because yeah. you say that and in the next sentence you say I can't imagine being without him but also I fantasize about dating on my own or can or be on my about it well least. I think it's like again it's only been like a year right so hmm. if you are someone who's used to being by yourself it's not like your whole world has changed yet However, we're also in this pandemic where it's like, it's real easy to be codependent. Like, I can't yeah. imagine a lot of things right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, a lot sure. of them. Like, right. I don't know if I could make it alone. But so Wait, are you thinking about that? No. <laughs> I mean, all the time, Andy. But, but the idea, but that's you're right, the only though, reason that the she idea stays of a team is because is... she's thinking about leaving. I mean, don't feel bad about it. It's the it's the threat of the bear at the door that keeps her inside the door. So let's just be real here. You know, that's everybody. You don't yeah. wake up at least once well, a month and think I could run. I could leave all this right here, and then somebody brings you a cup of coffee, and you think, eh, well, I could have this delicious coffee with yeah. this cute guy and have a nice little chat. Yeah. And then the demon the demon recedes for a, just for a little while. Sure. Yeah. Oh, too real. Brian, what do you think about this? Well, Tricky. I, I think that the idea, to Naomi's point, I think that the idea now of living with someone, I could see how he would go to the idea that they are now a solid team because that is sort of what's happening in the pandemic mm -hmm. is the idea of like, okay, it is us against the world yeah. and don't bring that into this house. This is our house and this is our plan and this is, you know, it's it's an intense way to go. Um I, it does seem, though, that everything is achievable because you know what you want, which is more va-va-voom. Mm -hmm. And I really can't imagine if if he – it sounds like he's crazy about you, that he would really have any kind of issue with that. So it, it seems like you can pinpoint what you want out of it. So just I would have a frank conversation about it and just – don't be ashamed of whatever your fantasies yeah. are. I was going to say, like, it. yeah, what va-va-voom can you have in the pandemic? Because I think we were also yeah. at one point talking about that, too, where I was like, it feels boring, you know? Or, like, we're not doing anything. Yeah. But then it's also like, well, it's interesting. Like, now the exciting thing is, you want to go for a drive? Or, like, we go to yeah. the drive Like, we're in. dogs. <laughs> we're like, you want to get in the car and go for a drive? Right. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I've thought in the past uh, two or three weeks... I'm like, uh, let's try to do some date thing or let me – I want to like do something special for you. I guess now that I'm telling you she on a podcast, so it's tired. not – Oh, no. It is good. It's That's not good as – but I've been th – I have been ruminating <laughs> about like, oh, what is something special I can – I already – you know what? I I cook you a great dinner every night. I know. Honey. He cooks. Uh, this one two. cooks? 
I sit. I sit. And he goes, it's ready. Can you imagine? What, what has your love language been during the quarantine? Food. For me, it's paper t- <laughs> For me, it's been paper towels and soda water. Really? Uh-huh. What do you I mean? I need, yeah, to, I need to know I have enough paper towels, yes. and then I can relax. Yes. And I need to know I have enough soda water, and then I can relax. But Brian is always bringing me beefsteak tomatoes. From Trader Joe's, which I don't. Well, Trader want. Joe's has them yeah. on sale, and I like them because they're really, really crunchy. So you have to get like a steak knife Ooh. to really dig in. Yeah. yeah. But Ronna won't Venmo me back. I leave them on her doorstep, but she hasn't paid for any. Yeah, because I didn't ask for them. Yeah. So that was sort of how that happened. Chicken and egg. But chicken what? Egg. Yeah, egg and egg and egg and egg and yeah. <laughs> I don't know who sure. the, oh, you're the chicken, I suppose, and that such, and then the tomatoes, Probably. the egg. I don't know how that works, but what? Yeah, so for you, it's been food. Yes. That has been the thing that makes you feel. Brian, what about you? What is it that you just feel you can relax if you know you have enough of it? Um, but you're definitely a pro- doomsday guy anyway. Can I be yeah. honest with you? Broccoli. Okay. Ooh. What? I know that's weird. I know you got to have you steamed broccoli. But there's something about just like knowing that I have. Yeah, enough bags of you like broccoli. you li- just like you eat broccoli a lot. Like it makes, or is it more like you know you'll be healthy? I think it's that. <laughs> what do you? How I do? How do you eat it? Oh, not fancy. I literally take the frozen broccoli, put it in a bowl, and microwave it for three. Minutes. Oh, but you eat it for Brian. breakfast, lunch, dinner. What's the deal? Dinner. Okay. Right. Usually dinner. I usually have a bowl of broccoli before I eat whatever else. You want to know you have your greens. Wait, hold on, hold on. Brian. Brian, Brian. We're roasting up four crowns a week in this household, okay? I got to, you got to cut, up, cut up some of those little you babies. You got to put some olive oil, some salt. That's not why he's eating the broccoli. Andy. Roast it. You want to know why he's eating the broccoli? Why? I can tell you. Why am I eating I can it? Tell everybody. Please, I'd like to know You too. want me to tell everybody or you want, you want to learn for the first time why you're eating this broccoli? Yeah. You are eating the broccoli to crowd out the other food you're going to eat for dinner. So you try, you know that it's healthy. I think and that that's you want right. to make sure that you you want to know that it's healthy, and you want to make sure that you eat enough that you're a little bit full when you start to eat dinner. So you don't eat everything for dinner. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. That's what people do with a salad too. Yeah. It's like a food combining thing where they think, let me eat my salad first. Let me have my greens first. Yeah. And then I can talk to my body about what else I'm going to eat that's in front of me. But you can at but least if make I'm... it taste good, right? Because you put dressing on a salad. This this idea of a microwave frozen broccoli, Brian, that is that is like that is very <laughs> Caucasian to be not making I the I don't even put food. salt and pepper on what? it. What? I know. No salt I know. No What? Nothing. What? Plain. I sort of – it's, it's healthy. I think – he feels like it's healthy. It is healthy, but it's quick also. Yeah. So is roasting. It's from start to finish, 20 minutes. I know, but then I've got to make my plans, you know, but I will. <laughs> you I can also put that. a little lemon juice. You could squeeze a little lemon on Honey, that. I want a garlic. A little garlic. This isn't about indulging himself. It's about denying himself. Uh-huh. You're right. It's a so punishment. the broccoli a is an exercise in control. It is uh-huh. not an exercise in indulgence. He's eating something delicious after he eats the broccoli. But the broccoli is yeah. the first move. And it's like taking before a vitamin. Before the chicken tenders. Yeah. Before, before, yeah. yeah, before everything else, the chicken nuggets, <laughs> before everything else absolutely god-awful enters but my Guess system. what this conversation has to do with? Nothing. Because this isn't <laughs> what this woman asked Why can't the broccoli be delicious as well and also a, uh, a, a the foundation of, a, of your denial? Because it should be, but for some reason I can't think of it like that. But I, it should be. 
Because it's broccoli, so I just think like you just fill up and suffer Take through. Take your it. broccoli. But you're right. I should make it delicious. So that's your I love language. Try. Okay, can we get back to this? Yes. My love yes, language Robert, question for say this is my fault because I asked about the love language because I was curious. Here's what I think. This woman is a thoroughly independent person. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really, it's interesting because this question goes to the heart of both codependency and in, independence and interdependence, mm. all three things. Mm. What you ideally want to be in a relation is interdependent, where you're your own person and then together you're a unit and everybody brings what they bring. And then also they're able to socially distance on the lawn with a friend for three hours. And the yes. other one says, great, I hope he never comes back. And when he does, <laughs> you think this is so funny and he's back and now we're going to watch Star Trek Wrath of Khan and he's going to make dinner. <laughs> and it all, and yeah, it all like resets. Yeah, like the sort of thing where like you want to know that other person's there, but you don't really need them in the room with you. You want them there because you want them there and because yeah. they complete your yeah. life in a certain way, but not because you need them mm-hmm. in order to mm-hmm. feel complete. Right. And look, people spend their whole lives struggling to feel that way. And mm-hmm. it's also, it's a tough balance because really, I mean, what? Power dynamics shift in relationships all the time. But this woman doesn't have any fantasy about being married. She, this guy came into her life and has improved the quality of her life as a person, as a partner. She's crazy about this guy mm-hmm. in terms of as a, as a human. Yes. Okay. And that's a big deal. That's a very hard thing to find in this life. Mm-hmm. But. It speaks to the fundamental issue of attraction and attractiveness and what makes people... These things often diverge, unfortunately, in a relationship. How? What makes you feel attractive? And for everybody, that answer could be different. But for women, often that answer is being desired, is, mm-hmm. what, gets, is what makes you feel interested. Yeah. It doesn't mean you don't have your own... Uh, you know, we had a question about masturbation on the Patreon this week. And then I'm not saying that people don't have, everyone has different appetites, take care of yourself, do whatever you have to do. But in terms of romance, she wants to feel, she takes care of everything in her life. What she wants to feel is desired and she wants to feel exceptional in some way. Right. And she really just wants that probably once a week or a couple times a month or whatever it is in the daily. I mean, this is so sweet that Andy's talking about how can I make a date for you? Because it means he's thinking about how can I shift the energy? We're spending all this time together, but this and this time is so important too. And it's important to me to show you that I love you by making you feel this way. Mm-hmm. And when I see that I've made you happy, that makes me happy. And so there we go. And we start again. Right. And she I'm not going to go so far as to say these two are roommates because I don't really think that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. I just think this guy isn't really built that way in terms of being thoughtful and romantic in that way. It sounds like he's wonderful in all kinds of ways. But that doesn't mean you just say that's not him. I think you need to find a way to communicate. And I I do wonder, they've only been together a year, whether they've had these these conversations or whatever, where... You need to say to him, I feel like a kind of, you know, well, actually, I would don't say that. I was going to make an excuse about it because of the pandemic. It's tough and blah, blah, blah. But it isn't really about that. 
it is about saying, I need something I'm not getting from this relationship. Having that conversation, trying to improve that part of your life. Mm-hmm. Give him a chance. You never know. He might yeah. surprise you and say, oh, I guess you're right. I haven't really thought about that. I'm always thinking about my daughter's coming on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We have it this week or that week, and I'm busy with work. And also, everybody deserves a little bit of a pass because people are stressed beyond belief right. in this pandemic. And I will say, like, even though those conversations can be uncomfortable, if you start it out with something really, really horrible, everything is oh, easier after that. So if you say, like, I just found out it's terminal, and he says, what? And just say, just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just think we should have sex more. <laughs> like everyone's, you know what I mean? He'll be so right. relieved. And then he's talking about sex life. The sex life is terminal. That's how he goes back. And- exactly. <laughs> At the exactly. moment, the sex so life is terminal. Yeah. 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 Uh, the other problem is possibly that she's not that attracted to him. Wow. But, you think? Well, that's something, the work she has to do on her own, mm-hmm. which is what makes me feel attractive and attracted. Mm. And how can I try to shift that? It's really early in this relationship. That's true. There's I say wait another table. four or five years. Who's that years. kitty? There's a cat on the yeah. table. Yeah. Hey, there's a cat on the table. Who's that kitty? That's Prembly. What's that kitty's name? So What's the name cute. of that cat? So pretty. Prembly. P-R-E-M-B-L-Y. Prembly. What is it? And where is Prembly? Where? What do you, like, Where does the name come from? Oh, uh, my friend, when uh, I got uh, my boys, Squee and Prembly, uh, I was on uh, G-Chat with my pal, Josh, and uh, we were just uh, sending each other nonsense syllables until uh, some of them felt right. <laughs> you like, and Prem- went, so Did you say Squee? S-Q-U-E-E, yes. As in Tobin and Squee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very this upsetting. Is, that look, was a dark time. When, when I found out what Kavanaugh's pals were named. I was furious. How dare they co-opt the name of my beautiful boy, Squee, <laughs> for, the, for their creeps, for their, for their Brock boys. That's what I call those. They're Brock boys. To absolute Brock boys. Okay, listen to me. All right. You need to talk to this guy, and you need to say, the weeks that we don't have Tabitha, we have to find a way to reset, and I need a little bit more yeah, I mean, look, you're in the pandemic. You're living together. Don't push too, too hard. <laughs> but see if you can do a little reset here. And if that yeah. doesn't work or if it goes back to normal, I mean, you're so early in this relationship. In a weird way, the pandemic has accelerated it. So, so it feels like you probably lived together for five years instead of one year. <laughs> right. But you have to give it a shot. If he's really this wonderful of a person, because the truth is, if you break up, which is fine. It sounds like you can handle yourself. You don't care about getting married. You don't want to have kids. So that's fine. Maybe it'll be somebody else. You'll be alone again, but you don't mind. And that's fine. But he will not be your best friend. Yeah. He yeah, want, yeah. really wants to be in a relationship. And you can really only do that with one person at a time. Mm-hmm. So if you think you're going to be able to break up and still keep this going, that's that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Are you all ready for the next yeah. one? Ready. Sorry, but I went okay. on a little long there. No, we all we all went on a journey. Just so exciting to be talking to you both. All right. Hello, Brana, Brian, and guests. Naomi. I'm putting in your Thank names. You. Naomi and Andy. To start, I need to flatter you both. A while back, I asked my son for podcast recommendations that would enlighten me on what's going on in the world around me. His first suggestion was throwing shade. Very nice, which is where I fell in love with Brian. After listening to an episode with Rana Glickman, I was intrigued and wanted to hear more about this fantastic woman that made my resting bitch face do nothing but smile and laugh out loud. Enter Ask Rana with Brian. 
I called my son and excitedly <laughs> told him he needed to listen to this because there's nothing better. As soon as you joined Patreon, he signed me up saying that we all needed a little bit of Ron and Brian in our life. I love you both. And even if my question doesn't make it to the air, I feel better saying these Aww, words to you. That's, that's so, so nice. Tender. Wow. Very, very nice. You can see we only pick questions that flatter us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My first question is all business. My husband and I have a very close relationship first with my question. son. Yeah. This is, I think, a multi. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is like... By this the way, is a one question show. Her, she asked her son for recommendations, like, I need to know what's going on in the world, and it wasn't like, democracy now. Andy, right. stop it. Throwing shade covers the news. I love... Don't, look, don't get me wrong. I love throwing shade. I'm with Andy. I was, I'm with Andy. She wants to feel... I'm with Andy. She wants we to feel connected. We are not the news. Yes. Hip and connected. Yeah. yeah. Uh, throwing shade is more like, I think I read somewhere that... Yeah. I understand completely because my son Jordan, who's at the Tisch School for the Arts at NYU, recommended throwing shade to me. So that's how I, uh, that's how I got even on Brian in the first place. Wow. That's right. Yeah. That's right. We I I got to meet her son finally on Martha's Vineyard, yeah. and we had an, I mean, in a really like I it, I sort of shiver when I think about him. He's you know something I mean? else. Yeah. Were the he's Obamas some, around? He's, some, he's something. Else. Uh, you know what, Rana? That's a good question. Well, there was a rumor they were on the island, but you know they're trying to keep it very low profile in quarantine because they yeah. don't want people to feel left out. Yeah, but right. of course, yeah. I let's put it this way. When I went to pick up my groceries, some of the best tomatoes were missing from my order. Okay. So I'll take that as a yes. Yes. Okay. Got it. Go on. Okay. My first question is all business. My husband and I have a very close relationship with my son and his husband. We both agree that we couldn't have asked for a better partner for him and better son-in-law for us. They live out of state. And while I was visiting them for the weekend back in February, pre-COVID, I was able to have a heart-to-heart with my son. I addressed some suspicions we had. And he confirmed that they have an open marriage. My first and only concern is that we want them to be safe. While I am concerned for their emotional well-being, my husband is concerned for their physical well-being. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. For their physical (laughs) well-being. There are are hookup apps out there that scare the hell out of us. My son. Oh, my God. This woman is woke. She is involved. My son made it clear that it works for them and they're careful. Smothered. Yeah. And take precautions, etc. They're happy with their decision and it's nothing we need to worry about. My response was that our love is unconditional. And while I would continue to be concerned, it's their decision to make, not ours. Correct. My husband told... Yeah. And also, this isn't even like they're bringing in another... This isn't like a thruple or... Yeah, this isn't bringing, for to, you know what I, this isn't for to our bed. They're not adding to the relationship. They're yeah. just kind of hooking they up. Did she just watch say, the normal heart? Like, what is... What's, <laughs> probably. They didn't say, meet George and George. We're going to be sharing all our possessions. No. It's yeah. it's bizarre yeah. to me that their parents meet would even Squee have to Prembley, know that. Meet the new men that was spending their lives. <laughs> sure. Yeah. My husband told them that he will never approve of this part of their life. He Let told me, them? What? Who asked so. you? Who asked you? By the way, I wouldn't expect my... you to. <laughs> and I don't care. We... We've never gotten a question like this. Let me be clear that my husband and I agree that this isn't something a typical family even knows about and it's none of our business. Yes. Yes. Okay. Great. Okay. But we do know. Yeah. And while we discussed our These cousins. Two. Oh, no. I'm, excuse... I'm sorry. And while we discussed our concerns with them when it came out. They write discuss. We've let it. D-I-S-G-U-S-T. They, I think it's all in there. Andy, but this was a disgusting. That was clever. Was dis- <laughs> a disgusted. Yeah. 
our concerns with them when it came out, we've let it be since then. My question is this, how can I help my husband to accept that this is their life and to trust that they can handle the situation as it comes? <sighs> my second question yeah. is definitely less heavy. <laughs> My baby boy mentioned <laughs> above is turning 30 on August baby 24th. Boy. Yeah, oh, you're right. boy. Yeah, this is <laughs> a lot in that. We phrase. always talk about your incredible giveaways each week. And I'm wondering if you could suggest one for me to give him as a gift. He's already asked for some Rana coffee, so that's a given. Thank you for taking the time to read this and just know that you have two fans for life. Kiss kiss from one lucky mother. One lucky mother. How about a couple therapy t shirt? <laughs> There you go. Available at podswag.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Merch now. I mean, you should probably now, get this guy and his couples father. Therapy. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. You need his entire family on couples therapy. <laughs> this guy and his parents. Um, Look, I'm, I have to be honest with you. I am jealous that he has such a wonderful yeah. relationship with his mother. Yeah. That is really sweet. And look, is it is it a lot? Is it more than I think probably and she acknowledges that they probably shouldn't be they don't really have to know all the things that they know um but it's funny but my point is i think it's very sweet the relationship with you have with your mother Mm. um i think that probably the people who are well aware of their physical well-being in sex are gay man i think everyone sort of knows what the worst case scenario is at this point and knows how to be safe on those sites i think for someone random i don't know how these parents are on these hookup sites no they how are they even, no i feel like they no, just they like not. heard of they it. just heard about yeah them. they've oh, like heard about right they're not on grinder themselves no, they're right. very hip, these parents. Yes. They want to be involved. They want to know what's going on. They want to feel current. They're listening to throwing shade. You know what they're I mean? They're trying to, to ask to Rana. Do. Yes, they're getting the info. They're drinking the Rana coffee. Yes. They're, you know, they're, they're fun. They got it. They're really because fun. Because the truth is, if a, if a marriage, or, and it sounds like your son's marriage, or re, I can't remember, yeah, relationship marriage. or marriage, marriage, is solid and secure... You don't really have to worry about the open part of it. Really, the big thing with it is just making sure you two are good. Yeah. Solid, good, good. And then everything else that happens. I mean, listen, people do this in secret all the time. Yeah. So at least the it's an honest thing. The question is really huh. more about the mother's relationship with her husband than it is about Oh, her oh I was going to say it's the son. son. I'm suspicious of anyone who's got that kind of relationship with their parents. I'll be honest. If... You're talking about more than movies <laughs> and relatives that have died with your parents. Anything? I think you and I are on the other end yeah, of that, Andy. Yeah. I'm with you. Anything yeah. more than that. And I'm like, why? Why is this happening? They're your parents. They're not your best friends. Why? Did- Naomi, do you share everything with your oh, mother? Absolutely I know you're, I know- not. The less she knows, right. the better. Yeah. <laughs> These know? people are really close. Yeah. They really are best friends. At least the parents see it. I'm going to give some advice to the son. Yeah. And I'm going to give some advice to the mother. Yes. My advice to the son is now, well, the other thing is this son is 30 years old. Yeah. He's turning 30 and on. Turning 30, exactly. He's young yeah, and he's already married. He's a responsible guy mm-hmm. who wants to be responsible. So, whatever your motherly qualms are or your, or your paternal qualms are about his safety and his this and his that. He's a grown-up. He wants to be a grown-up. He ta- you have did everything you can to teach this kid to take care of himself, and it sounds like he's doing it. It's really absolutely 
none of your business what goes on behind closed doors <laughs> in their house. Yeah. Your son is a grown-up. If he makes a dangerous choice, he will have to live with it. And he doesn't need you. You don't need another. This is a made-up thing to worry about. You are over-involved in your son's life because you are terrified of letting him go. But the truth is he doesn't want to go anywhere. Right. He wants yes. to be best friends with you. He's crazy about you. You have a, he right. is sending you podcast. Who does that? <laughs> no, truly, like almost no one's sons. I love this. I think you'll love it. You are connecting on so many levels. Rana, do you get involved in Jordan's personal um, life? Yeah. yeah. I really don't, to be honest with you. Does he come I really to you? don't. Yeah, good question. Occasionally he will come to me. Mm-hmm. But Jordan's young, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's right. 22. He's figuring it all out. Yeah, well, yeah, I think he figured a lot out last weekend. And what he wants to tell me and what he wants to share with me is really his business. But you don't go on Scruff and, like, find people for him. I didn't know Scruff was a thing. It sounds fun, Scruff. (laughs) Is that for people who like a bit of rough? Is that what Scruff is? It's sort of like, if if, say we're in Los Angeles, Rana, say we're in Los Angeles. Yeah. Scruff is like- I'm at the grocery store. East L.A. downtown. (laughs) And Grinder is like West, West Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, so yeah. It's, Scruff is a bit of rough, as the English yes. like to say. Yes, it's a little, and it's a little bit of um, facial hair. <laughs> These people refuse to make the separate. They don't think this is true. And I look, I know that she's. I know this is going to ring true for her, whether whether she wants to really indulge it in this moment or she needs to process it for a little while or whatever. But she really doesn't want to allow her son to be his own person and grow up. And I know that she doesn't believe that. She believes she's growing with him, is what she believes. Mm -hmm. And that in every new stage of his life that he enters, they're just as involved as they were before, which is probably true at this moment. But the fact of the matter is, he's his own person, he's a grown-up, he has to make his own decisions. That is none of your business, what goes on in their personal life. And you better, I don't know whether he and his husband are thinking about having kids or they're not, but you better get this in check now. Because the next thing you're going to do is try and raise the kids for them. <laughs> the way, no, really, the way that you think that they should be raised. Yeah. And all you're really going to do is cause problems for your husband in the intimacy of his relationship. Because, mm. I mean, your son, rather. Because your son's not the only person in that relationship. Right. Whoever the son-in-law is, the partner who we love dearly and who has accepted how overindulgent you are and how involved <laughs> in everything else, he's going to start to resent the hell out of you. If you don't, if you don't pull back a little bit, are either of your parents um, involved in the relationship? Really, I mean, do they give you advice my on mother- stuff? Or- <laughs> well, unsolicited. Yeah, my mother has definitely said uh, things, um, and yeah, it's like really and like suggestions and stuff. More like, uh, hey, uh, is this the guy? Question mark. Right, yeah. sure. Yeah, sure. and you know, like, and that's like, and that's also part of why then I don't tell her anything because if I know she's asking that question, if I tell her anything like slightly, like we were fighting, not like we were fighting, like I went, you know what I mean? But anything, anything. she'll take any of it, yeah. so I don't even tell her anything. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's true. But it's true. It's like, and as a result, like Andy's, like you know, I don't tell him necessarily. Only if she's something so crazy that I think it's she's funny. looking for a reason exactly to not like Andy. But then to I ba- don't back up her argument. They can't really have like then like, they're never going to have a good relationship. I try. That's all, I that's try. Also, 
Well, you should yeah. all, look, and you always should. You should always be respectful of her mother, and you should be kind to her mother. But you're not going to look. I bet you this couple and this mother and this father are all going on vacation together. They're yeah, those yeah, yeah. kind of they're those kind of people. Mm-hmm. But there needs to be a boundary at the threshold to their door. Yeah, where their domestic life is their own, and that's my advice for the son. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. is your mother sounds wonderful. Your father sounds terrific. Uh, you probably shouldn't share all of the details of your life because what's going on here is you're facing, your relationship is facing towards your parents and your partner is left to the side a little bit. Also, my hunch is that this open marriage is probably not terribly open right now. It, it would be my guess. I mean, I doubt they're, I don't know, going on apps and hooking up randomly in the middle of all this craziness. Right. I don't know. They're 30 years old. They want to go to, they want to go to Acapulco. <laughs> And not know where the other one is till 6 a.m. or whatever. <laughs> the gay, the 30-year-old gay men. You should be thrilled that they've had the conversation with each other, that they're grown up enough, and that yeah. nobody's cheating or running around or right. whatever. Right. I mean, now, your marriage is wide open, right? <laughs> Mine Naomi and Andy. this. <laughs> Yours, right? Mine's wide open because my husband passed away. Oh, right. But I don't, know about you. I don't know about you two, though. I keep forgetting. <laughs> now, we're both still um, alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what do you all think? What do you, Naomi? And I Andy, mean, you guys yeah, think? I would, I would say, I mean, I don't know like, the dad. Like, I think it's yes. Like, it's on mom now to say, dad. Like, it doesn't matter if you don't like it. Stop thinking about it. Like, what are you even ew, doing thinking what? about your kids' ew, sex? Ew, ew. Like, you should literally you. not. Like, it's not like you found out they're in an open relationship and now you see them and go, it's like, who you fucking? No. Yeah. That's not for you to even be thinking about, Papa. Why, why do you want to think about that? They don't want to, but they're just very invested. And he's like, I can never support this. And it's like, you don't need to. Like, literally, right. don't need it has to. no like, bearing on what, your life. But what if But what if they are giving them money and he's like, that money is going towards your grinder subscription? <laughs> <laughs> they, here's the other thing I just realized. <laughs> they see this as an indictment of their own relationship. Really? You think? Oh, snap. The parents have been married for a long time, have been in what we will presume is a monogamous traditional relationship. They, <laughs> that cat's tail that just came right in the camera. I love That's it. That's a different cat. No, it wasn't. No, this is the same one for before. The same one? Yeah. They see this as an indictment of the choices that they've made in their life. Yes. Which is to be monogamous and to have a relationship that they are going to be on each other's deathbed. They feel that they raised their son in their their image and that he is just like them in so many ways. They love the same podcasts. They love the same travels. What can you tell me to buy him that he'll love? I know he'll love it. You recommended it. We both love you. Uh, All of that. And that's all marvelous. But this speaks to the issue of separation again, which is not only is he a different person, he's living a different lifestyle or not, I don't even want to say lifestyle. Forget style. This right. isn't about style. <laughs> He's living a different life. And it's a different time. Yeah. And he's 30 years old. So try accepting him not only on his terms, but the terms of sort of where we are in the world right yes. now. Yes. And I would say- And that this getaway- does not mean that you and your husband have failed- Right. In your venture as parents because yes. your son does not want to be monogamous. They see this as a threat to the relationship. And the truth is that if they aren't allowed to go outside of the relationship, at least at this point in their lives, they've had the open conversation about it. 
There could have been all kinds of insidious cheating or people getting what they needed or whatever. This is really a healthy choice that they've made. And either this relationship's going to last or it's not going to last, but it doesn't have to do with him modeling you and what you've taught him. He sounds like a great kid. Oh my God, that's so Ron, good. I, that's so good. What let, were you going to say? Let me Andy? tell you this. Uh, I'm a vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian for about 15 years. My dad needles me incessantly about it. Yeah. All right. Because this is my theory. I think he thinks that I am um, making a, uh, that my moral choice is somehow an indictment of his meat eating. Sure. And it is. And it is. <laughs> in this in this case, yes. In this one case, but I would say most people's moral choices. I when someone feels bad about something when because someone else is doing X, Y, or Z. Yeah, yeah. They are really they are not. They're mad that they're not doing X, Y, or Z, well, or that they, they don't have the fortitude. Oh, honey, when I wasn't drinking, nobody would be up my ass about it like a drunk. You know what I mean? Like when you yes. ain't drinking, it's the problem. It's like, okay, well, do you want to come to a meeting? I mean, you seem to be struggling because like people who don't have issues don't care what you're doing. Yes. Yep. So, and I don't think 100%. it's that these parents are dying to run around or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. I just think they have a traditional set of values and that they've sort of accepted the son's, uh, that the son is homosexual and married to a man and they think that's all wonderful and they found somewhere to put that. You know, we're so uh, progressive and mm -hmm. our son is married and we think it's, but in a lot of ways, it's very, his son's very traditional. He's under 30 and he's married. Right. right. I would uh, say, if, and I would just say on the tip of where, um, you should all go on a uh, trip together. I would I would probably take him to Fire Island and just wander around the bushes together. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because then you could sort of really understand what's happening. Right, 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 right. You can really be there, see how it's right. working. See him you put have, on the go to Yes, hit the pines together. <laughs> you, you have an incredibly enviable relationship yes. with your son. You no are kidding. so close. This going down this road is only going to lead to separating that closest, not not encouraging it. And I know that's very hard to say. You should be, you and your husband should both be so grateful that your son is crazy about you and you're crazy about each other. Mm -hmm. And as far as the gift goes, that's a little tricky because he, we know he listens to the show too, but what do you, what, what do you get a 30 year old guy? I don't know. Does he, he's going to turn 30. It's kind of a big milestone. Does he have a gorgeous watch? Does he have uh or not so gorgeous watch? I mean, I don't know what the budget is, but Brian, that Timex that you loved from, um, from was it a Timex or a Casio? It was a Casio. It's a Casio. I've seen it's some- It's $19. I've seen some, it's $19, it's a little, but it's so cute. It's a real it's like retro. It's like vintage -y. Yeah, So on 80s. the low end, that's a great buy. eBay yeah. has some amazing vintage watches that are not terribly expensive. Uh, I saw someone that had a Casio, uh, a uh, Timex the other day, and I think it was $50 or something, and it looked, was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, what about a Casio keyboard? Off a of Casio eBay. keyboard. Oh, what yeah. do they call a kita? That's another option. Yeah, that's another option. Casio uh, MT100. Great keyboard. A cat? You could uh, give him a little cat. <laughs> Honestly, we all need something to take care of in quarantine. It's true. That's the only open relationship I want. And that, my lover and a pet. I'm with you. Oh, me too. Uh, I think the other thing is maybe, I don't know if he if he cooks some kind of a device or if he drinks coffee. He said he got him the Ask Ron a Coffee. You could get him one of those gorgeous um, depending again on the budget, those Technivorm, uh, 
pour over coffee machines will just, I mean, those are out of control gorgeous. And I think they're about $300 if your budget is high like that. And if he's a real, real coffee lover. Um, but also you could get him one of those little pour over kettles or you could get, it seems to me he's turning 30. It's a milestone. Get him something meaningful, especially because you feel so close to him. A watch, a piece of jewelry. If he would, if he dares wear such a thing, a premium scruff subscription. Telling yes, him you support his life. Your Premium upgrade scruff. that account. A uh, or something maybe of a beautiful vase. I don't know. Maybe that sounds crazy. I don't know. What, I don't know what your son is into, but something that he'll treasure and remember that you gave it to him because thirty is kind of a big birthday. Remodel yeah. his kitchen. <laughs> sure, but it doesn't have to be expensive. It just has to be intentional. I would say that's true. Yeah, get him the um, rechargeable magic wand. That's what we recommended last week. Yes, and get him the tushy bidet. That's the other thing. Get him the bidet. Why get, not? You know what? You could get oh, him a bidet. I would have yes. a bidet. Get him a I Japanese toilet. Get him yeah. one of those Japanese toilets so that when they come back from their dirty dog business, that everybody gets a everybody gets a good wash. Oh God. I bet they'd love it. I hate to tell you. Who doesn't like having their uh a hairdryer on their behind? Okay. I'll One tell more? you this: who I know who does every single man would back would someone could go to the gym. It's so disgusting in the locker room. You constantly see men with the hair dryers drying off their buttholes. It's really? so gross, <laughs> but no joke. I'll never understand the Japanese toilet in a public space. I really won't. Yeah. There's a couple of restaurants that have them, mm. and they think that that's somehow. I mean, you shouldn't be encouraged to spend more time on a toilet in a yeah. in a public yeah, restaurant. Public Burger toilet. King. Yeah, it was Burger a Burger King. King, the Burger King in Kyoto. It's you could get him a gift certificate to take yeah. a shit in a Burger King. Okay, you know what, Brian? <laughs> Next so question, Rod. Is that what you? Is that what you? Is that what your mother got you for your thirtieth birthday, Brian? No, no. homemade coupon book. <laughs> what about a bunch of different fast food restaurants <laughs> to take? She a got shit him that. In. It was. It was that and a free massage. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, foot and a foot massage. She got you a foot massage. <laughs> and the and- cashier is like, why are you giving me this? <laughs> exactly. I'm allowed to take one shit in here. You know what else could be really cute? A belt bag. <laughs> a belt bag? What's that? What's During that, the like quarantine, a fanny pack? You think of it as a fanny pack. Oh, they call okay. it belt bags now. <laughs> or they They're- have those cute... I'm calling them cute because I wear one. Yeah. Bellroy has some really cool bags for men and yep. um, satchels and like all that sort of stuff. Bellroy? Bellroy. B-E-L-L-R-O-Y. He loves them. Oh, I thought it was Jetsons. No, Bellroy. boy, Bellroy. It's very future. No, they make, you can either go high end or low end with that. Bellroy makes one. What's that other bag company? I bet they make one now. Birkin. one. Filson. Birkin isn't a company, dear. It's a model, but yeah. No, Filson. That's exactly who I was Filson. thinking of. I yeah, bet they make one, stuff. whatever his taste is, or you could go very high end. I'm sure Off White has one, or Louis Vuitton, sure, and sure. I know Prada has one because I told I've you I bought the men's. I bought the men's one. That's yeah. that's when you're white and in the know. <laughs> when you're white, actually, I know. Like that's the, the thing. I was like. There's such another level. Like I'm like I think that like I get something nice from H and M. I'm like, oh, I'm stylish. And then I'm so like, no, no, it's these places with like the, one is rack. Is the line of a designer named Virgil Abloh, oh. who is actually a Black American from Chicago. Okay. Um, and not a terribly not a terribly fancy guy. Came from humble beginnings. He's also the house designer at Louis Vuitton now, oh. and he is a visual artist. Mm-hmm. And he makes incredible things. But it's all that. 
stuff that you see now that says, you know, the money goes in here <laughs> or, you know, it's all sort of graffiti yeah, street, yeah, yeah. streetwear like inspired no fear couture. Huh? <laughs> no, what Brian. You say? Like no fear shirts? No, dear. Okay. No. Yeah, like affliction. You get them an affliction shirt. Yeah. <laughs> OP. Okay. OP. I love OP. Brian would wear an OP vintage if In you could a find him one. He I'd would love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is our last question, I think, because okay. okay. we, we've been here forever. I know. Ronna, you- I've loved every minute of it. As well, have I. We're going to have you back in a, about 10 seconds, you two. <laughs> we're having a blast with Truly. you. Truly. And then we're going to come on couples therapy. Yes. And talk about how we're not a couple. Okay. Yeah. What is a couple? That's what we could talk about. What it's is a couple? You yeah. and me facing the world, Rana. <laughs> <laughs> My question is about family mealtimes and dog behavior, which is an excellent question to ask you two because that cat has had his asshole in our face for the last 20 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can beep that, Dante, his tush in our face for the last 20 minutes. Okay. I am in my 30s and live in New Orleans, and my family is in Chicago. As a teacher, nerd of English, with a, a gulp emoji, I am because people get worried I'm going to correct the grammar, which oh, I, I absolutely like, what? What? Okay. am. Yeah. That saying, just relax, Ron, and read the letter. Okay. <laughs> I am afforded time to make at least two trips a year up to visit. My family, especially my dad, has always valued stopping whatever you were doing to sit down to a hot meal at a made table, usually dinner. A oh, wow. couple of years ago, however, my parents got a dog, and he is their child. <laughs> he has regular meal times, snack times, goes to daycare, and after his last nighttime snack, he's promptly led upstairs to his kennel for his 9 p.m. bedtime. <laughs> Sounds like a great life. Yeah. 9 p.m. It is cute, I guess, and somehow the dog is not overweight. (laughs) What is not cute is the new bad behavior at mealtimes. As soon as we sit down and the dog whines, as soon as we sit down, the dog whines or barks so my parents figure he needs to go outside. They then discuss if he went or not. Then he whines or nuzzles someone under the table and conversation stops again to give him a treat or take him outside again. This goes on and on feverishly through the whole meal until I've finished my food and I just sit witnessing the chaos, trying to interject or repeat myself between coddling the dog. (laughs) He is the worst pot. Oh boy. When my parents are finally done eating, they put their plates on the ground for the dog to furiously lick. Okay. A lot of fury here. They even ask if he can lick mine. Fury Road. A lot of parent, there's a lot of parent, pent up parent aggression in this yes, episode. Yes. They have done this during Easter and Christmas dinners with more family in attendance. Because of my distance, I really value our meal times, which would go on. I really valued our meal times, which would go on for hours with debating, laughing, and reminiscing. But this dog yeah. has ruined them. I never say anything because I have enormous respect for my parents who have worked hard their whole lives, and I was always taught to just let people be if they're happy and not harming. I figure this is just their life now, and I do do not want to hurt their feelings. Do I say something in hopes of restoring order to our family meals or just laugh it off and give the dog a bone? Yours truly, and five stars only, Robert. (laughs) What do you all think, dog owners? No! What? I say... (laughs) This is obscene. (laughs) 
It is against the natural order, says Andy. Tell, is Mabel on a routine? It's Mabel, right? Yes. Mabel. Yes, yes, yes. Is she on a routine like yes. this? Oh, Mabel. No, like, no. Mabel, first of all, she goes out three times a day and that's it. Yeah. So she knows to go. So there's none of this like back and forth unless obviously she seems like she's sick or, or whatever. And then also she does not eat our food. Mabel, like... I know she likes her treats, but like, and it's funny too, she loves cat food actually. So like when the cats are eating, she wants that. And it's like, no, that's not your food. And it's like, she just literally like, we either put her behind the gate and let her like, yeah, she might whimper for a little bit, but then eventually she will like self-soothe. Okay. Like these animals are going to be fine. And that dog is whimpering and whining because it knows it will get your attention. You're indulging it. They need to. And the thing is, it, it trust me, it's hard because we've only had Mabel a year. It's our first dog. You know, dogs need way more than cats. And I was like, you know, I was at first very reactive to every little thing. Although our yeah. cat's very loving. Oh, very loving, running. very needy for love, too. They know. They've been walking in front of the damn computer the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, but I'm like, so it is, it can be tough because having a, being firm with a dog is hard because mm-hmm. they will like whimper. It's like, but you're their go- eyes. Oh, they just look at you so sad. Oh, those eyes. The- it, it does just but you, murder your heart. It's annoying, but it's like when you do it and you do it consistently, the dog will get it. Right now, it sounds like the dog is running that house. And I get, like, and I know this no happens question. to a lot of people when they get, you know, you you know, you know, kind of retire, you have this free time, the kids are gone, you get another little baby. Because trust me, I call Mabel my daughter. So I understand. Yeah. Oh, my friends of my parents, uh, who I won't name uh, for very, very yeah, obvious yeah, reasons. Yeah, we know. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what yeah, if yeah, I just, yeah. and then I just yeah, did yeah. anyway. They, <laughs> Debbie, Debbie and Steve. Debbie. <laughs> Debbie, see, when they when uh, their kids uh, kid went away to college, they got dogs, and then all they were doing was showing pictures of their dogs to my parents, and they would they would cater to the dogs, and uh, so the dogs they, they they were empty nesters for about thirty seconds, and then the dogs just filled in the hole in their. I will lives. also say this: dogs don't like running the show. I mean, they really like structure and they really mm-hmm. don't like being an alpha they just they it stresses them out they need to really. follow they dogs need to are follow. cucks yeah, oh, dogs exactly are cucks. truly though it, it makes them ner- it makes them it just right, stresses but them this out isn't uh, her do- uh, his dog i know so what but i feel like you could do? Well, i feel like if they love, i think he tells his parents and i feel like if he loves this <gasps> dog so pretty these cats are i really am not kidding i love them <laughs> um he could tell the the send the parents articles about like how stressful that must be for the dog, maybe. Maybe. But I also think, though, but I thought, I think he also has, like, time on his side, meaning he only goes there twice a year. So he can also very much frame this as, like, mom and dad, you know, dinners mean a lot to me, and they always have. And it's really kind of bumming me out that we don't get to talk like we used yes. to, and it's dog time. Because then you you tug at the parents' heartstrings, you're not indicting them, and it's like, can we try putting the dog away for dinner? Can, and, yeah. Can I know? play devil's advocate? Maybe. Yeah. Please. You're out of the house. This is your parents' life. Butt out. You know what? Things change. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. I'm playing devil's advocate. This is not necessarily what Nobody I believe. Nobody needs that. Why you but gotta be the devil? <laughs> the devil does not need support. <laughs> I hate devil's advocates. He don't, the devil don't need nothing. No, no. But here's. <laughs> Let, let me pitch this. <laughs> now y'all. I know why Naomi's mother doesn't like you, Andy. <laughs> Harsh. You're giving, the, de- you're giving Harsh. the devil help, and she doesn't like any of that. Yeah. Harsh. We all live in hell. We're, devils That's are around true. us all the time. What's your point? They What's your help? point? What's your point? <laughs> 
that you think he should just leave the parent. The I've pit. seen Angel before season two. Angel reveals oh, we are all in hell. God. He Sick. goes down to Wolfram and Hart. Okay, Wolfram I will Hart. literally, I will oh, literally hit boy. you in front of company. Ron is a Buffy. That shocked me to hell when I mm. heard that. Oh my God! Love so you Buffy. know what I'm talking about? Wolfram and Hart reveals that Earth is hell. Okay, continue. My point well, is just that I like, think look, Aronimus Bosch might have gotten there before before uh, Wolfram and Hart. Of course, you, <laughs> and you certainly mean, uh, Dante, the yeah. character from Amazon Prime's Bosch, Aronimus sure. Bosch, not the oh, painter. No, yeah, no, talking about da- <laughs> or Dante in his Inferno, but yeah. in any event, yeah. Uh, what? But my whole point, like, look, I left the house. My we would have Thanksgivings with the Brucks every year. Wonderful family Thanksgivings, all right? And one year, the family's got too large. Their children all have kids. Too large to have Thanksgiving at their house, and they wanted to do it at uh, a restaurant. And I was like, this is such a betrayal of what we do. And then I'm like, I've been out of the house for 10 years. I don't get a say in this. Either do it and have fun, go go to Thanksgiving at this restaurant, or don't. But it's not my choice anymore. But I, by the way, this is one of the options also, is go out to dinner one night with your parents when you're home. Yes. That's true. Go Wonderful. out to a restaurant that is not a pet-friendly restaurant. Beautiful. Love it. The only thing that's going to drive you crazy about that is the parents are going to spend the whole time wondering if the dog's okay. <laughs> exactly. But I do think you can say, I do think you can say, can we put the dog away? But part of the problem is you've been replaced. Yes. And you're in a transitional phase in your life where you still want to come home and feel like a kid. But also, it sounds like you really do value this actual right. conversation. I know. It sounds like a fun dinner table. Pet camera. If they are, if, go out to dinner, <laughs> get your parents a pet camera. I am so paranoid about the cat. No, they'll be on the pet cam. The the don't get them. Yeah. They'll be on be it the whole no, no, time. No, you just check saying, it once. No, you're and saying it, that you it's check it once. That's what you do. <laughs> These you are people who once. let the dog lick everybody's plate. Okay. Yeah, they're like addicted Which to Which is absolutely dog. disgusting. And by the way, of course, the dog is whining. The dog wants to know why would the dog completely rules the house. Why would I wait to eat? Exactly. Is what the dog is asking. The reason yeah. the dog is whining is because the dog knows it will be fed. Right. So why are you delaying my gratification instead of just feed? Just put the turkey on the floor right. is what the dog is saying. Because right. the dog is running the place. The other thing is I have a feeling this is a young dog. You think? And that they only got this dog. Does he say how long ago they got the dog? But since he left, the parents got this dog, yeah. right? It's like a, yeah. I mean, it's very puppy behavior. Yeah, but, this is young behavior. Oh, a couple of years ago, they got the dog. Okay, so the dog's they got a couple it, they of got years it young. Old. You know, Mabel, we got her. She was six when we got her. As the dog gets over, the older the dog will behave a little bit better. But Not I if think, it doesn't have a good teacher. Yeah, I do You're think honestly, you have yeah. to say, it's honestly, it's driving me crazy. I feel like we can't even have a conversation because right. everything's about the dog. Right. I came home. Jan, I spent time with you. I have some things I want to talk about. What? You have to find a way to spend time that isn't around a meal time. Yeah. Maybe that's the that's the other option. But at the moment, obviously, it's hard to go out to restaurants and all of that. But I would suggest, let's say you're home for two nights of the weekend, one of those nights, try and take them out to a dinner. Yeah. And and also, it might be a nice way to say, I'd love to take you out. I have my own job now. That's and, true. You know, it doesn't yes. matter whether you go to a burger shack or whether you go to, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's just yes. about spending a little time together. And create that space that you try. But whatever this childhood 
fantasy, not fantasy, this is what your childhood was, that you're trying to reclaim, you need to pivot a little bit here. Yes. And you're, and you're absolutely, by the way, uh, in a, in a competition with this dog and you need to find a way to win. <laughs> Take them jet skiing. Dogs can't go jet skiing. That's true. I guess. There's a lot of things that dogs can't do. That's yeah. for yep. sure. Well, find a way to make that dog love you. Yeah. So that that Put dog wants to sit. <laughs> maybe that dog wants to sit next to your chair during dinner instead yes. of, uh, you know, and be near you instead of the parents getting Or gaslight off. your parents and be like, the dog just said something so fucked up to me. And just act like the dog can talk and be like, no, it literally was calling me names. It was. It said it was blue nothing. lives matter. Exactly. It is. Your dog is on the wrong side of history. I'll I didn't want that. to say anything, but the dog thinks you put a little weight on. That's what you say to the mother. A hundred percent. The dog wants to know if you're going to eat all of that. Um, that is so funny. Yeah, that's what the, that's what should happen. This has been an absolute blast. A blast. And now comes the time of the show. Yeah. Where, well, first of all, where we say follow Andy Beckerman and Naomi Perrigan everywhere. Uh, listen to Couples Therapy and follow that as well. It's a phenomenal podcast. You're two of the most phenomenal people and the funniest. Oh my God, Brian, I can't, I can't. Also this, we... At the end of every episode, yes, do a giveaway to a listener um, who wrote into us. So we mm-hmm. like, and we're, we're, and I'll let Ron explain the gift. But so we, it's up to us to decide which of these three letters deserve this gift. Oh, Ooh. so Ronna, what are we giving away? Well, Andy's gonna love this because the criteria is only whoever you want to give it to. <laughs> it doesn't right. have to be the saddest person. It doesn't have to be the. It's just whoever spoke to you. Yeah. From the list. Mm-hmm. So today, because the pandemic, the pandemic, as Naomi said. I know. I, and by the way, she said it and I immediately started saying it. Because it, it was so, so good. cute, of course. Uh, because the pandemic, which we've now infantilized, uh, it made it sound cute and kind of fun, yeah. is um, having a little bit of a resurgence at the moment. Mm-hmm. What we've decided, now this was a product that we love, but has been off the shelves for a few months because of the pandemic, but I think I can get my hands on a little bit of it right now, is Aesop, this, the makers of this gorgeous hand soap that, mm. we, uh, yes! that we have given away many times. Oh it smells God, yes. so good. I love it. I looked at, I, it's at, one of our favorite restaurants uses it. And I, yeah, probably. Hands smelled so beautiful. I looked it up and it's expensive. So expensive. It's classy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all of those things. Yes. Yeah. Excuse me, which is why we're giving it away. Exactly. <laughs> but what we're giving away, we normally give away the soap. What we're giving away, here's what I'll say. This is what we think we're giving away. But if it's all sold out when I go to the computer in five seconds, then we'll give away the soap. But they make a hand sanitizer, a rinse-free that smells just like the, I'm assuming so, the place you you the restaurant you went to uses the resurrection hand soap. Was it the one with the beads in it or not? No, it was no beads. Okay, so that's the resurrection because okay. that's the one people really love. Has sort of an orangey smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. So they're doing a rinse-free hand wash, otherwise known as a hand sanitizer. Yes. Okay. And so we're giving that away this week. We like to give away a little something that just makes improves people's lives, yes. makes them feel fabulous, Happiness give stuff. them a little sniff. Yeah. Take a breath and face your day, kind of thing. Are they an evangelical company? I certainly hope not. I don't know. But you know what? If they are, I could care less. They're not. They're not evangelical. They're Australian. Okay. But every now and again, which they could be, I suppose. uh, But every now and again, 
Somebody does something so well, and I'm not going to put Chick-fil-A in this category. Excuse me, I know what you mean, though, that you look past other things. Well, you think whatever it is, whatever. It doesn't mean- you're throwing snakes into the air, but also making the soap, fine You want to speak in tongues (laughs) and you make this soap? You should keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll keep buying the soap. Sure. And we don't have to we don't have to have a baby together <laughs> and figure and figure out how to raise it. No. Um, so that's our gift today. Okay. okay. So are we going to give this to the mother who's concerned about her son who has an open marriage? Mm-hmm. Or are we gonna give this to the I already forgot the first one. Valentina. Valentina, Valentina who's in the relationship mom or dog boy. There, there you go. <laughs> dog boy, scruff mom, or Valentina. Looking for a SPAC is Valentina. Yes. In her in her otherwise seemingly perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh scruff mom. Yep. And um yeah. Dog. Doggy trouble. Who do you all think? Everyone uh, gets a vote. I gotta say, for me, dog boy. Dog boy has my heart. I think for me it's like scruff mom because <laughs> she's a really good mom, but also I feel like Rana, you kind of read her. You read her. And mm. you like told us some shit that's hard to hear. Mm. She might need a little boost because you told her you were like, "Girl, you got to make a change. You got to back off. It's getting sick." And I think you know, <laughs> it's, you know, you need a spoonful of sugar to let that medicine go down. Naomi, and that's why you're such a you're such a, a convincing order that Thank I you. can I change my vote to Scruff Mom. You can do whatever you want. Anything you want, Scruff Mom. I listen. My instinct was going to be go for Valentina. Yeah, Just really. Only because I thought like. Maybe she'll smell this soap and she'll feel a little tingle and she'll run all over to, you know, Mr. Wiener and Uh Captain Coldfish. Anthony? Anthony Wiener. No, no. He's passionate. But honestly, I'm with you, She'd be having no trouble if it was Anthony Wiener. Exactly. Naomi's argument was pretty solid. So I'm going to say... Yeah, focus on your hands and not on your son. On your son's (laughs) hands and where they go. Well, that's true. The other thing, though, we don't believe in regifting. Though you could add this to his, you could add this to one of the things you're giving him for his 30th birthday. Mm. That's true. Which is, you won't mind if he's in an open marriage if you know he has enough hand sanitizer (laughs) at the door. That's true. If he has a beautiful hand sanitizer, he'll remember to use it every time he goes out to another scruff day. Yeah. Uh, It's very interesting. I'm going to do something unorthodox. And I do I want to mention yet this. again, just in case there's any confusion. Yes. Yeah. Hand sanitizer does work um, to curb pregnancies and AIDS. <laughs> so I would like that to be extremely clear here that you can use it wherever you want and you won't get anything. It's oh. not, well, or take a bath and rubbing alcohol. That's your other That's option. the other option. Yeah, or vodka. Yeah, light yourself on fire. Uh, I have to say, I completely agree with the point which because I, I have to say we I want to make sure the mother understands we completely understand where you're coming from and we think that this is just a growing pain. Yeah. Truly. It sounds like you have a beautiful relationship with your son. But it's time for him to leave the nest a little bit. And what better time than his 30th birthday for everybody to make a little bit of a shift. Okay. So uh, since the room has agreed, we will send the hand sanitizer to this lovely mother. Fabulous. But my hat really goes out to Robert a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Mm. I know. And I'm going to send Robert some Ask Rana coffee. Oh, is what, that's what nice. I need to do. Because I think that's very hard. Yeah. Because no matter what 
I mean, it's a little bit the same. It's sort of the reverse, actually, of the parents looking at the son and saying, how did we raise somebody who who doesn't want to be totally monogamous and just like us? And this kid has to look at his parents and say, how did these people that I was so close with, how did they choose, choose a dog? Yeah, if I were this kid, dog. I would look at this coffee as a brew and stew, get really hyped up, and then get <laughs> really mad thinking about it. Yeah, but you got to drink just, some coffee and spill some tea then. That's exactly these right. these are just growing pains, and these are just moments in life where people have to make a little pivot and a little adjustment. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean your parents love you any less. If anything, it's it a might, little though. bit of a... It's a little, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a little bit of a compliment to the time of your life that you're in, which is yes. that they think you're a grown-up now. They don't think you're a kid. So, of course, they want to hear about what's going on with you, but they still want something to infantilize. Right, and that's right. Where the dog and at least it's in. not you, yeah. And that's a little hard not to be babied and to see some stupid, you know, whatever, mop with a heartbeat and a pulse get all the attention who yeah. whines and licks play. I mean, yeah, the dog's disgusting, but... <laughs> But I, I personally would like to send Robert a little coffee if, if he's a coffee drinker. And, and if you want uh, your own, go to askgranacoffee.com. Yeah. Oh, yes. Andy, Naomi, what a pleasure. I mean, truly just thank like- Thank you so much yeah, for, thank having you for having us. us. It was so wonderful to talk to you. And these were some really good questions. And This was a delight. <sighs> Ronnie, gonna, you've got so many answers. I love it. We're going to let you go now because, and we're going to read our cliffhanger. Unless okay. you want to hear our cliffhanger, you're welcome to. But it's yeah. up to you. Yeah. It's kind of a fun cliffhanger. Yes, please. Oh, great. Okay, good. So you'll just listen to our cliffhanger, and uh, and then when it's over, people will the answer will be on our Patreon show, which comes uh, out on Fridays. Ooh. So patreon.com slash askrana. Uh, Brian, I really want you to read this one. It's the it's not it's the one above the one that's list, listed as cliffhanger. Oh, good. I wanted to, I, okay. wa- I like this one. Yes. Okay. And I really think, I really want you to read this. Hi, it Ronna like Brian. Back of some sweatpants in 2005. Juicy. Ex- ex- this is, this is a juicy couture <laughs> question. Andy, what, did once a day you make Naomi want to divorce you and say things <laughs> like that? She is a comedian at the top of her game. It makes me want to marry and when Andy. You make, when you make jokes like that, it makes it seem like she doesn't know what she's doing. It makes it seem like she's not a professional. I love How it. could she choose to live this not way untrue. in her daily life? Not untrue. <laughs> hi, Ronna. It's a dad joke. Hi, oh. Ronna and Brian. I always love your wisdom when it comes to delicate topics. What I really hope is that Ronna can predict my personality flaws. from just one paragraph and Brian gives me sensible advice that resolves the situation at all costs. Highly likely. During quarantine, my mother-in-law did some redecorating (laughs) around the house and the piece de resistance is the powder room. Rana, I remember in an episode once you advised one of your listeners to make the powder room a little gem. Not to drag my mother-in-law or anything, but not everyone has the taste level of Irana. Case in point. I actually said a jewel box just for the record, oh, okay. but go on. Yeah. Case in point, the theme of this powder room is Toronto maple leaves. Oh, it's God. painted. It's painted bright blue and I'm white. I'm going to leave the room for the rest of this. Cluttered in memorabilia <laughs> and proudly hung above the toilet is a little hockey jersey that my husband and I gifted to them four years ago. We had broken the news of our first pregnancy with the hockey jersey, custom made with the family name on it. But I had a miscarriage in the second <gasps> trimester. Oh, God. When she sent me photos, I think she expected us to be really touched by the gesture, but instead I was shocked at how obtuse it was. Miscarriage. Oh. Bathroom. 
National Hockey League. It was all too much for me to wrap my head around. She sent along a message illustrating her good intentions, but her words reopened a wound I thought I had healed. Mm. I sent back a thumbs up emoji. My first, I mean, honestly, it doesn't get more passive, aggressive right? than that. And good for you. No, that's a, sending your mother a thumbs up is the same as sending her a right? thing. Yep. Yeah. 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 My first inclination is to cry, then laugh, and put it in the file folder in my brain along with backhanded compliments. On the other hand, it bothers me to think that any visitors to their place may get the story and I'll have to nod mm. politely and thumbs up for the rest of my life oh, or as long oh, as the newly framed art piece hangs gruesome. above the toilet. What would be a tactful way to express my feelings about this? Is it unreasonable to express a recipient of a gift, to expect a recipient of a gift to treat it a certain way? Any advice (laughs) or insight you can provide would be greatly appreciated. Signed, Confounded Canadian. Oh, Oh, Confounded Canadian. Okay, I'm ready to get, I'm about to sign up for Patreon because. (laughs) This one is a a doozy. And I love any question that involves a power room. (laughs) Go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash askrana. It's killing me to not answer this right now. I, I have to tell you. Yeah. Patreon.com slash askrana. Askranacoffee.com. Carriage House Blend and Shades of Vanilla. And would you mind we following us on Instagram at askrana? Oh, so what are we supposed to do here, Andy Naomi? Do you have any ideas? What these, I oh. found, I just found out, I feel so embarrassed. I just found out that people care whether you have a blue check mark or not. Oh. Honey, I don't even know because I can't get a check mark to save my life. You don't have one either? No. We've asked. That's outrageous. We we petitioned. No, now I'm upset. So I want you to follow Naomi and follow us. Ask Ronna and Naomi. And if you're really bored, follow Ronna Glickman too. But (laughs) what I really care about is following Naomi Ekperigan. Is that what you're at? I'm at Blacktress Comedy, okay? I used to have a day job and so it was all undercover for a while. Okay, so Blacktress Comedy. Yes. And Andy, Andy Beckerman? Yeah, at Andy Beckerman on all your social media platforms. Fab. And then ask Rana. Well, I mean, come on. Come on. We're not asking, we're begging. Enough is enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We love you both. Thank you. It's so wonderful to talk. Perfect. Will you Have stick a wonderful around for day. a quick screen grab? Oh, is that yeah. okay? Of course. Okay, great. All right. Uh, bye. That's the end of the show. Bye. <laughs> the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.